Live from Chatterbox Sports Studios, it's Off the Bench with Tom Brenneman. All right, this is it. This is the last time, uh, at least officially, I'm going to be sitting in this chair until Tom Brenneman comes back. And I got to be honest, I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful for that. Now, many are asking in the chat and many are thinking around the world right now, what, uh, what, who won the bet? Who won the bet? Who has to do the push-ups? Well, I do. I do. Um, and I'll get to that in just a second because, as always, we have formal business to do. This is Off the Bench, presented by United Dairy Farmers. I am Trace Fowler, and we are very thankful to have you on this lovely Friday morning. Last night, there was a football game that got played. Bears v. Commanders. And all of a sudden, now, here he comes again. You know who I'm talking about. The franchise guy. The guy that's going to put the Bears on his back and carry him to the promised land. He's got the faithful believing again. They were on the bandwagon. They were off the bandwagon. They were on the bandwagon. They were off the bandwagon. And now they're back on. Justin Fields throws for a million yards. DJ Moore catches 100 passes for three touchdowns. And here we go again. Sometimes you wonder, how in the world can scams exist in the world? How in the world could you possibly just robo-dial millions of people every day and find just enough to be able to make that worth it. Well, I found out how on Twitter last night. And by Twitter, I mean x.com. Because at some point, I guess anything's believable. I guess at this point now, Justin Fields is back. And so are the Bears. They just needed a little bit of spark. The spark was the fact that commanders forgot to show up last night. Till the second half, that is. The Bears made it interesting late, but unfortunately, they were, uh, they were able to hold on. And here we now sit. Now, as a reminder, yesterday there was, uh, there was, a, uh, there was a bet. There was a bet. 15 push-ups. Elliot, in his little smirky attitude in the morning. When are you going to do them, Trace? When are you going to do them? How are you going to do them? Well, I'm going to do them right now. You know why? Because I'm just going to get out of the way. The best thing in life when you don't want to do something is just to get it out of the way. Go and do it. Face it head on. Where am I going to do it? I'll tell you where I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right here, just so everybody can see. I'll do it right here. So I'm going to move my United Dairy Farmers hot coffee so I don't spill that on me. We'll get this thing started the right way. It's my last show. I'll go out with a bang. And by last show, I mean like last show sitting here and then I go somewhere <laughs> else. So that'll be great. So here we go. Here goes nothing. Are you going to do it on the desk? Do the push-ups on the desk? If you have any gumption, you do them on the desk. Yeah, he's doing it. Oh, yeah, he's getting to it. Hang on. Hold up. Let's, uh, let's get all the angles we can get. You ready for this? These are, these are what you call perfect push-ups. You ready? He practiced last night. I ain't practiced nothing. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Look at that. 
Six. Oh, it's starting to hurt. Seven. It's starting to hurt. Oh, no. Eight. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Can you keep it going? Twelve. We're starting to get lazy. Come on, Trace. Thirteen. Push, push Trace. Fourteen. Come oh, on. Man. Breathe. <laughs> there you go. Fifteen. Oh, that was a lazy one. Lazy one. Lazy one. I'm glad me and Elliot didn't lose that bet. Sean, that would have been ugly, man. We, Sean, this show wouldn't have this show wouldn't have ever ended. I would have been doing that shit till the end of time. Well, hopefully, people enjoyed that. I think that was great. I think that was great, and, th and honestly, that might be one of our better punishments we've done. I think we should keep that up. That's, that's no. I think that's a weekly thing. Just make us suffer. Suffer. Because the most in shape person in the room can't lose every time. It's gonna. It's we're, 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 one of us is gonna just suffer. You could see it in his face when he got to about seven. <laughs> uh -oh. Well, I'd like to give uh, credit to my my sons and daughters for that. I have not seen a weight room since. Uh, I was a senior in college, and when I was a senior in college, I still barely seen it. I was the guy that would look around while the uh, coaches would walk around the locker room trying to see if they were paying attention. And then I would, uh, you know, maybe skip a rep or two. Because as I've always said, the Yankees don't scout at Gold's Gym. And uh, Gold's Gym, by the way, are they even, I think that's a, that's, a, that's, that's about. a dying breed, right? You don't know what I'm talking about. I know Globo Gym. Wait a minute. Put it on Elliot. You don't know what Gold's Gym is? I don't know what Gold's Gym is. I, know I don't either. I know what Planet Fitness is. used to be one in Coleraine. Is that right? Hey, I am breathing hard, Craig. I'm breathing hard. What do you want, what, what, what do you want from me? Yeah, I mean, what, what, what do you want from me? And to be fair, so Sam Howell last night threw 388 yards by himself. <sighs> what a joke. Justin Fields yeah. threw for 282 yards. Uh, Justin Fields had four touchdowns, no, no turnovers. Khalil, Khalil Herbert. 10 carries, 76 yards. DJ Moore for the Bears, eight, eight catches, 230 yards, three touchdowns. He cemented it with a 56-yard bomb in garbage time last night. Yeah, if you he, uh, he was in bounds on that one too. Should have had four. I, that's what I that's what I yeah. said when I was watching. It was crazy, but the, the Bears dominated that game from the beginning. I that was that was that was for Dick. I you know there's a lot when when people die you play for the the fallen and Dick Buckus was in the memory of the Bears was in the minds of the Bears when they destroyed the Washington Commanders. 100%. How many Bears fans last night thought to themselves at one point during that second half that we're going to lose this game? Oh, I thought there was a chance the whole way, and I'm not yeah. a Bears fan, but, I mean, their defense is what it is. I mean, it's bad. I mean, the, yeah. the Commanders didn't get good field position one time last night, and they still should have had 23 points on the board. Their kicker don't miss that, what, 46-yard field goal there late. Yeah. And listen, they're Washington's corners. I mean, they got burnt four or five times on that same hitch route, and they're going for the ball every single time. And they DJ just takes it to the house. I mean, now, I'm going to be I'm going to be fair to the Commanders. They did get burnt twice early in the game on deep routes by DJ Moore on the first drive, and then DJ Moore did beat him deep again, and Fields missed him in the back of the end zone. So That's they fair. they tried to jump those a couple times and got burnt. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there's a reason that both those teams probably are going to end up winding at the end of the year to not be what we would call a very good football team. And they both displayed it at different times last night. There was glimpses. Uh, there were there were glimpses of uh, 
of optimism, though. Certainly, if you're a Bears fan, you've watched bad football for the last uh, basically four weeks, and now you find yourself in a position where at least I'm, I'm thankful. I'm glad that the folks in the, the lovely city that is Chicago, uh, the city is bro of brotherly love, as Elliot would say, uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad to see that they, uh, they have something to get excited about because certainly their baseball teams in that city have, have let them down immensely. Um, you know, I, I really do feel for, for the folks of Chicago. If you think about it, um, they, they had what they thought was a baseball team that had a 92% chance of making the postseason, and then they, they get that ripped away from them. Then they thought they had an MVP caliber quarterback in a team that was going to bounce back and run that division considering Aaron Rodgers just left. And they find themselves sitting right back where they always have been, which is the basement. And Justin Fields is running around with his head cut off for the first four games like he normally does. Now, to be fair to Justin, he's had back-to-back -back really good games. And I'm not going to sit here and say that he hasn't because he has. We'll see if it can continue, though. Is uh, This is a serious question. Is Riverboat Ron, Ron Rivera, is he the longest tenured worst coach in the NFL? I, I'm trying to think of what Riverboat Ron has done. Other than that one Super Bowl appearance with Cam, he's done absolutely – I mean, he has three winning seasons in 12 years. Yeah. That's all he's done. He has yeah, three he's... winning seasons. How does he have a job? How do, how do people keep hiring him? I know they've got the enemy, so I guess he's going to take over when Ron gets fired, inevitably. But I, he's got to be just the worst – he's the worst coach that has the longest tenure, has the longest leash in the NFL. Like, you, you, everybody's talking about, oh, the enemy should get a job, blah, blah, blah. He should have a job over Riverboat Ron. Riverboat Ron, I don't know how he I don't know how he's employed. And these aren't just like losing seasons. These are horrible seasons. I mean, this is a, this is a, a disaster. So, I Riverboat Ron, I man, I listen, keep cashing that paycheck while you can, brother. If they're going to keep giving you jobs, I guess take them, but you're bad. If you're somewhat competitive with a bad quarterback, you get to keep your job. It's as simple as that. Uh, having a great quarterback is a blessing and a curse cuz Zach Taylor's figuring that out right now. Um, if you have a quarterback that has shown or proven at some point throughout the, the, that their career that they are one of the good and or great quarterbacks in the league, then the leash is so short. Usually, I'm not saying it's going to be in Cincinnati, but usually the, the leash is much shorter in the NFL once you have an established quarterback if you don't win games. Ron Rivera, for, for, for my money, has not really had a great quarterback, and if he has had a great quarterback, then he's actually won football games. But not really, though. That's that's my point. I don't I, even know who all the quarterbacks he's had since he's been with the Commanders. Uh, yeah, it's been a lot. It's been Tyler Heineke. Taylor Henneke. It's been Sam Howell. It's well, been... with the Commanders, but then obviously with the Panthers, I, that's when he's had some success. Yeah, but even with the Panthers, he had he had three winning seasons out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years, eight years. And I guess the question I have back to that would be who was his quarterbacks when they had the poor years? I don't. I mean, it was still yeah, Cam, Cam Newton for a lot of it. Cam Newton was still there for the late twenty teens. Yeah, but he was he was in and out, right? Like he was hurt. He was hurt, sure. But I, I I'm just trying to think of coaches like Marvin Lewis lasted twenty years because a he rebuilt the Bengals back from nothing, and b he would still make the postseason. Marvin Lewis, I mean, despite what everybody wants to say about him, and he wasn't a great head football coach, but he at least got to the postseason. He had winning seasons. This guy hasn't won, won anything. I mean, this guy he's, might be he one went of the worst. to the Super Bowl. He's been to one Super Bowl, and he's had three winning seasons in 12 years, 13 years. And like I said, I think the reason as to why he's been given the grace, uh, what about what about the Fisher guy? I can't think of his first name right now. Why, why can't I think of his first name? Jeff Fisher. Jeff, Jeff, Fisher. Fisher. Jeff Fisher is the kind of guy that's hung around the league for a long time. Mm -hmm. You get to a Super Bowl, 
You play like I said before. It's uh, th this league is a weird situation. Zach Taylor finds himself in that same exact boat right now because he's not, again, he's he's not giving he's not getting the credit that either he he deserves or doesn't deserve right now, um, for the Bengals' success right now because he's struggling. Like, if, I guess my question to you guys around the room that are Bengal fans, and certainly the folks that are in the chat, maybe I don't know if we make this a poll question of the day. I don't know if it's worthy of that, to be honest. But if if Zach Taylor doesn't win this year, and Joe Burrow's health could be used as a reason, and then for whatever reason, let's just say Joe Burrow struggles next year, and I hope this doesn't happen. My point, my main point to this is, is like, at what point does Zach Taylor get the benefit of the doubt for something he either deserves or doesn't deserve? Yeah, they're not I, firing Zach Taylor. They're not firing Zach Taylor, but I think that just—I think that's more of a, a Mike Brown thing. I don't think Mike Brown's going to fire coaches, so I—I I, I think he—he he established that with Marvin Lewis. We probably could have had a better head coach towards the end of the Dalton era, and they just kept with Marvin just because he proved—he proved—he had proven himself early on in his career. So, I—I—I I, I, I think Zach Taylor has a l l decently long leash here. The only way that it could be gone is if catastrophe hits next season. This season doesn't even matter in terms of Zach Taylor. If they lose out, he, he has an excuse that Joe Burrow's hurt or whatever. And he, he has been to a Super Bowl, so he has that in his back pocket. If they're terrible next year, and I'm not talking like 500 terrible, if they're like, if they have five wins next year, he'd be gone. Yeah. What do you though? No way. You, you don't think Let's he, make that a poll question of the day. You don't think Zach Taylor would be gone next season if he had five wins with a healthy Joe uh, Burrow? I don't think it's just a Mike Brown thing. I think it's a Cincinnati thing in whole. I mean, we keep coaches around here. I mean, how long That's did fair. Brian Price stick around with the Reds? I mean, good Lord. He, I, what's the most wins he ever got when he was there? He was That's, a coach yeah. for four or five years. But I think I, I think it's a little different in the MLB, too, because, they, I mean, those rosters were so bad. What's a good manager going to come in and do if, if the ownership's unwilling to spend money? I mean, Marvin Lewis was here for 15 years, and he did go to the playoffs, but he went to the playoffs five times in 15 years. Never won a game, and he was here for 15 years. Yeah, let me let me just list off. After that 2015 season, he had three other seasons, 6-9-1, and 7-9, and nine, and 6-10. and 10. So I think it would have to be – I think it would have to be more than – five win or less than five wins. I think it would have to be like another catastrophic two and 14 type season, which just, I can't see that happening with a healthy Joe Burrow in all honesty. That's fair. And, and, and there would be certainly a valid excuse to uh, uh, keep Zach because of the Super Bowl and everything, yada, yada, yada. But I'm just saying I, I, even Marvin Lewis, that's one, two, three, four, five, six winning seasons. And then he had, no, seven. He had seven winning seasons as the head coach of the Bengals, and he had three more that were 500. I think Marvin. I mean, Marvin. I mean, again, everybody hated Marvin Lewis towards the end, but he did a good job re reviving the the program. 100. percent The franchise. Mar Mar Marvin Lewis um, was a great coach, honestly. But the problem is, in, is what Sean kind of alluded to in Cincinnati. It feels like that we. I say we, but the collectively, this city has allowed some coaches to over overextend their stay when they don't really deserve it, um, largely because of the loyalty. I don't know why, but I mean, Mike Brown has been incredibly loyal to uh, to head coaches, which I guess there's something to be said about. There, there needs to be a happy medium there, right? And I don't know what that perfect medium is, but you have situations where you have guys that get fired 
you know, after two years when it's not realistic to even probably develop any kind of culture or system within two years, and it certainly matters what kind of players you have. And then you have the opposite, which is, is you let guys hang around for forever, maybe similar to like a Ron Rivera. I just don't, I don't look at the commanders and think to myself for a second that, oh man, if they had a different head coach, they were probably going to start winning some football games. Which is, I guess, a great system. That's a great situation to be in if you're a head coach, completely honest, if you want to just hang around. Uh, Chi Town, Chi Town said, uh, let's get to it here. He says, happy to see Trace switched his fandom from Georgia to UK with that shirt. Go Big Blue. This show, <laughs> this show will start talking about UK soon. That is funny. That is funny. I guess I do. I am supporting, I am supporting, uh, I guess you could say that it's UK, but it's not. I mean, Go Big Blue of Hamilton, of course. But, hey, it is kind of unique. I didn't really think about that. I know that Georgia plays Kentucky this weekend, which I think we have some picks here in a little bit. Uh, we'll get to those. But, uh, yeah, congratulations to Kentucky. They have another year. And speaking of, uh, if you want to keep going down the rabbit hole, that is coaches that have a perfect situation that should never leave, uh, let's just throw Mark Stoops right into that mix. He might have the number one job in the country. Kentucky, the most realistic fan base that there is in college, uh, college football, and I think he's like the seventh highest paid coach in college football. You might be able to find that out on yeah. the fly. But I think he's like the sixth or seventh highest paid coach in college football. And if you know what, as long as he just is competitive in the SEC, wins a couple games, like you beat Florida once every other year, maybe you knock off Tennessee once every other year, in the East that is. And Kentucky, for I mean, they're going to keep him. So good for him. Now, Coach Cal, on the other hand, he's got another thing coming. Because at this point, uh, if you want to do UK sports for a half a second, shy town. If Coach Cal doesn't get it done this year with the team that he has, he's in trouble. I know he's got the lifetime contract and all that, but you know what? They're gonna they'll, they'll find a way. Mark Stoops uh, makes nine million a year. That ranks ninth. Ninth. He's behind Jimbo, Brian Kelly, Lincoln Riley, uh, Ryan Day, Kirby Smart, Dabo, Nick Saban. Biggest fraud in college football has to be. Georgia. No, I meant like coach. Uh, has to be, if it's not Dabo, and I don't think it is Dabo, to be fair, it's got to be Jimbo Fisher. Oh, yeah. Jimbo's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I'm trying to think I of mean, one. has there been anybody that's given been given more credit to being a great coach than Jimbo Fisher that has done almost nothing outside of win one national championship with uh, Jameis Winston? I mean... And rightfully so. I mean, the guy's stealing crab legs out of the old supermarts down there, and he's still playing. He's still suiting up. Is there is uh, not to get all over the place because that's where we're at right now on the show. But my gosh, Jameis Winston, what a national treasure he is! All right, Lincoln Riley is Lincoln. Do you consider Lincoln Riley a fraud? No, because I think he's actually kind of been relevant for a few years. Jimbo, honestly, has not been relevant at all ever since he's gotten to A and M. Now, some of that's the fact he's got to get past Alabama yeah, when they I mean, were in their prime, but still. I, I mean, USC was one game from getting into the playoff last year. I mean, well, if they, if let's just say like he never makes it to the playoffs and he never makes it to the national championship, I would have to agree with Elliot. I think he's the most overrated coach. We got there with he got there with Oklahoma. But they had their doors kicked in, right? No. no, they were beating the brakes off of Georgia. Georgia came all the way back, beat them in overtime. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So. That's right. That's right. You're thinking of the LSU game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have some college football. We have some NFL pickems. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to see it, 
the Red Legs yesterday, they, they decided to put out a nice little feel-good video. Um, if you haven't got a chance to see it, it's on their social media. I am a little disappointed and saddened, uh, saddened to tell you that uh, Kevin Newman was left out, Kirk Casale was left out, and Stuart Fairchild was left out. So, I don't know what else to tell you. It's also I'm not, I'm not sad about. I'm not, I'm not sad about that. Well, you never thought they were on the team to begin with, so who knows? Who, 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 One of them who had to leave knows? because of farts. So uh, That's another uh, interesting piece of news. We'll, we'll talk about Major League Baseball for probably every bit of five minutes here at most. Uh, but uh, the, uh, Jets, the, the Jets, geez. The Mets general manager. Um, Billy. Billy. He gets, uh, what was his last name? Epler. Epler. Billy Epler. He gets uh, fired, and you're wondering, what, what's up with that? That seems weird. Uh, now, the Mets did have a, a colossal... Uh, failure this 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 past season so maybe you could say that was somewhat the somewhat of the reason and, yeah. and it certainly was don't get me wrong but then you learn a couple days later that major league baseball is investigating uh billy epler into the idea that he manipulated the ir something that uh, we don't do in cincinnati of course i don't know why in the world they would ever come to believe that Imagine. I mean, imagine all the times that you could possibly this. Imagine all the things that you could possibly do this year that this Reds team had to do. They could have manipulated the roster hundreds of times over, and they just never did. They were they were noble. They were noble front office uh, employees. They decided, you know what, we are going to take the high road here, and we are not going to put anybody on IR that doesn't really truly it's not truly hurt you know like maybe the the phantom shoulder injury from Joey Votto when he was struggling I think Kirk Casale's um, been dealing with a, a bruised left pinky toe for about three and a half months so I, I I mean if they come to Cincinnati we're cooked fellas we are absolutely cooked Kirk Casale took the left pinky toe injury he wrote it the entire season the entire year Kevin Newman had gastritis nobody in the history of the sport has ever been put on the IL because he didn't have a Tums available to him. <laughs> so I don't know, boys. I think we're I think we're in deep shit. <laughs> I, I I tend to agree with you, and I was even thinking to myself every time every time Kirk Casale thought about coming back, he'd walk he'd walk right down there over there on uh, what is it a hundred Joe Nuxall way. Uh, and it, as soon as he got to the pearly gates that were Great American Ballpark, <laughs> some usher came out of nowhere with a little hammer and smacked his smacked his foot. Next thing you know, he had to go right back down to the IR. I think I don't know how we got away with it. Maybe we're not going to get away with it. What's the repercussions of not getting away with it? I have no idea. But certainly, if anything, maybe it scares everybody else in the league. Think, Is this a scaring tactic for Major League Baseball? They're like, hey, the Mets just fired their GM. He's a he. We can make him the scapegoat. Let's just act like there was an IR situation, and we're going to scare the rest of the league. Ben think, Lively was put on the IL because he got the piss beat out of him against I forget who I forget what team that was, but they I think was it the Cubs maybe he came in just for the slaughter. He, he gave up 13 runs in two innings, and and, they, and Bell just kept running him back out because it was a lost game. And then the, in the very within like an hour after the game, IL hurt. I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many times we did Chatterbox Reds, and towards the towards at some point in the show, there was this discussion, and it said on there roster moves. Well, they're gonna have to make a decision soon because somebody's gonna have to come off the forty man, or they're gonna have to DFA somebody, or you know whoever it is that's gonna have to figure it out is gonna have to go. Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? And the next thing you know, somebody went on the IL. I, I'm not kidding you. Every single time for about four straight months. Now, if that isn't roster manipulation, I don't know what <laughs> is. 
Yeah, but the thing is, every team does this. So I, I guess they're just looking at him. I think you are right. I think it's a scare tactic. They're just trying to be like, you know what? We're going to investigate this guy who's already been fired, no longer has a job. But we're going to we're gonna do this so the rest of you can like get to your senses next year and maybe not mess around with the IL. Yeah. Kirby is uh, Kirby in the chat is suggesting there was an informant maybe in the Mets organization that let the Major League Baseball folks know that they were doing that. Meanwhile, everyone else in Major League Baseball is doing the same thing. I don't know. It is kind of hard to prove, I guess. It would be hard to prove that uh, that, that Kevin Newman did not have gastritis. I'd like <laughs> to see. I'd like to see how that that goes. I mean, that's brutal. I mean, what an all-time embarrassing injury. That was like <laughs> that. That was so openly disrespecting the Phantom IL when they did that move because it's just not real. I mean, I gastritis. Those who deal with it, I'm very sorry. But I mean, the Reds have the best one. Some of the best medical staff in the world. And you're telling me nobody could have, give him a tums? Nobody had a no. Nobody had a tums available for him. Yeah. I, it's wild. It's wild, man. Yeah. No, it, it, it it's 100. percent Is there anything uh, more embarrassing? Absurd and wild. Is there anything more embarrassing than the Mets season? I, the poor Mets, man. I they the they, Cubs. they they get this they get this bit. Well, the Cubs had a bad one too. The Cubs had a very bad one. I think like 200 million dollars in payroll, and they they had 99 percent chance to make the playoffs. 92. With like four weeks left, and they just lost every game. But the the Mets. Imagine being a fan of the Mets. You've won nothing. You've done nothing with your entire franchise. You get this owner. He spends two hundred trillion dollars on every player he wants. You come in with the season like, yeah, we're gonna win the World Series. And and, and full disclosure, I picked them to win the World Series this year. I thought the Mets were loaded. I, they Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Pete Alonso, they were stacked. And then they have the absolute worst cata catastrophic season I've ever seen in my entire life. I can't imagine what it would be like to be a fan of that. Like, the, at least the Reds, like, we know we're going to suck. Like, there's, like, if we win 100 games, like, that's the best we can ever accomplish. That would be a miracle in itself. But when you're, when you're paying guys $50 million a year, you expect to win some ball games. Not I mean, Justin Verlander's salary was higher than the entire Reds payroll, I think. People forget about that, yeah. I'll tell you what, there's two folks, uh, and Nick is always is on it, but I was even thinking the Angels. I mean, can you imagine Can you imagine doing what the Angels did and at the trade deadline being like, oh, yeah, you think we're sellers? We're not going to sell We're not gonna sell uh, Shohei Otani, who could possibly bring back a King's Ransom. Could you imagine what they would have gotten back for him at the trade deadline? And then you could turn around and just re-sign him, theoretically, if you really wanted to, if that was your plan all along. But no, the owner didn't want to be associated with trading the best baseball player to ever, to ever live. I mean, you might as well go down in the record books or at least the history books for something as well. Now you go down as one of the biggest idiots in the world, currently, while you're still alive. I'd rather be known as an idiot when I'm dead than when I'm alive. So surely, if I'm the if I'm the uh, L.A. Angels owner, I'd be a little embarrassed. But that's one team that's a joke because not only do you go all in at the deadline or whatever you want to call that, and then you turn around and you just then you just DFA everybody a couple weeks later. <laughs> so oh yeah, let's just let's just give the White Sox a few of our prospects that we might actually be able to use in a couple years, and then and then we'll turn around and we'll just get rid of all the guys that we asked for. That was a wild move. Then you got the Padres, who everybody told me was great all year long. And hey, I'm, by the way, I mean the Padres and the Cubs, they're uh, they're 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 setting up a World Series as we speak for the run differential World Series of the year. <laughs> so congratulations to those two franchises. 
Nick Kirby said in the chat the Padres was worse, and that that might be true, honestly. The Padres, the Padres were with Fernando Tatis, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Blake Snell is going to win a Cy Young, Josh Hader, one of the best closers in, in baseball. That's tough. I mean, that's tough. The best thing about the Padres is they like still acted like they had a chance. Oh yeah, like, they like did. Midway through September, they still believed they had a chance. I mean, they were they never had a shot. They were four, five, six games out at all times. And that uh, that again, the Padres are a prime example of why I think like a clubhouse atmosphere is important. Because I think those guys just didn't get along. I think there was just 15 superstars in that in that clubhouse, and they're all like, "Yeah, we're just going to stick to ourselves, and we'll all do our job individually, and we'll try to we'll try to win games." That's not how it works. Got to have some team spirit. Got to have some fire. Got to have Jonathan India. If the Padres had Jonathan India, I think they might have won a World go. Series this year. I think I think so. Jonathan India, the most disrespected athlete in the history of baseball. But what do I know? He will be back, by the way. People are everybody on X.com saying Jonathan India won't be back. Jonathan India will be back. There's some great there's some great uh, there's some great drama that is going to happen this year with the Cincinnati Reds in their in their uh, their offseason. All right, to wrap up some baseball talk, we'll get into uh, college football, what we're looking forward to this weekend. We'll talk about the NFL. Obviously, uh, we've 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 talked and discussed the Bengals as much as humanly possible this week. So I'm sure many of you do not want to discuss Joe Burrow's calf, and we will not do that on this show. Uh, but there is 13. I just got a little message here from Major League Baseball. It says 13 free agents whose stocks could rise this postseason. So if you're going to watch the postseason, you're wondering who's, who's going to be available next year. Uh, they have them ranked, and I will give them in order. Aaron Nola, uh, pitcher for the Phillies. Sonny Gray. We know all about Sonny Gray, especially if you're on Red's Twitter. It's a Sonny, future Cincinnati Red. Sonny Gray. Uh, I don't think that he's going to be a future Cincinnati Red. But, but I don't that's, think he is either. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Montgomery. He's a left-handed pitcher for the Rangers uh, to keep up here. Craig, Craig Kimbrell. Are we still Craig Kimbrell? Kimbrell. What did I say? Kimbrell. They got him listed as somebody who could help his stock? It's Craig Kimbrell. Kimbrell? Craig Kimbrell, yeah. Craig Kimbrell. And he does the, thing with, he does the thing with the arm like Kimbrell. the bird. Yeah, I, I'm, well, I'm well aware. I mean, he's been in the league forever. Yeah, he's still literally forever. How, how how I want to look up how long he's been in the league for. It feels like that guy. That's why I was just confused because how in the world is his stock? His stock is what it is, isn't it? If Shout out Haro for if, joining if, Nut if, Cutters, baby. Kimbrel, Shout out Haro. Yes, Haro. Welcome. Thank Welcome, you, Haro. brother. Uh, Hector Neris, Kyle Gibson, Craig Kimbrell's first year was 2010. Actually, not not as long as I thought. I am terrible with names. Guriel. Uh, from the D-backs. Yeah. Lords? Yes. Uh, Jack Flaherty. A couple of Orioles on this list. And you got a Roldis Chapman as usual. Is a Roldis Chapman? He's not going to hang it up, is he? He talked about wanting to be done. Then you got uh, Enrique Hernandez. Lance Lynn. I'll tell you what. I know everybody wants to get on my tail about Lance Lynn. I'm being serious when I say this. Everyone wants to just be like, oh, he's like, listen, if you're going to get – I'll take a flyer on Lance Lynn. I'll take a flyer on him. If you're going to say, hey, the Reds are going to get a couple veteran, like one top line guy, and by top line I mean like could, you could argue that he's going to be like a two. We'll say a two. I don't think we're going to get an ace, but I don't even know if an ace is available for being Aaron honest. Aaron Noah's ace. Yeah, but I'm, I just don't know if the Reds they're, are going to get – They're not going to afford him. Yeah, exactly. But So I guess – if you're telling me right now that if they're going to sign Lance Lynn in the same manner in which they signed Luke Weaver last year, I'm all in on that. Because at least I know there's a small chance that Lance Lynn 
in spurts can be very, very good. I know he's been bad. I know people are like, oh, he's old, he's washed up, blah, blah, blah. I, but I'd rather have Lance Lynn than like a Luke Weaver, or Connor Overton, or Luis Sessa. No offense to those guys. Uh, Michael Taylor of the Twins. Pierce Johnson from the Braves. And that rounds out the list. So, you know, hey, find out. We'll find out. All right, we have college football. We have picks to do. Do we want to do the picks now? Feel good about that? If that's what you want to do. We can do uh, I mean, right uh, it's not my show. It's Tom's. So. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> I, I, um, in, all, in all sincerity, um, it's been fun to be up here. But there's a lot of things that, uh, that need to get done around uh, Chatterbox Sports, to be honest with you. One of them is just, you know, trying to find, trying to find partners, trying to find uh, the, next, the, next, the next group of, uh, of things that we're going to try to accomplish and do that are outside of this office. So it's been, it's been a blessing. It's been a blast. But I, when I tell you, I'm not joking, that I am very thankful that Tom is back. Um, I am very thankful that Tom is back. Boxed Lunch, if you remember, will be back, though. It will be back. Um, it is going to be back. Uh, yeah, we could. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do the inaugural show Monday. We'll do the inaugural show Monday. We'll figure out how many times a week we do box lunch, um, but we'll get on a consistent schedule at some point. I'm going to try to catch up from what I've been missing. In box lunch, if you want to watch box lunch, that's that's paying. That's for the members, right? Correct. Yes. yes. Members yeah. only. Yep. Members only. And uh, we will just we, we we will we will make a decision on what kind of what that looks like here, um, relatively soon. Maybe we make it free for a short amount of time to the uh, to the Nutcutters, but obviously the leader of men, uh, it's certainly going to be a part of that. And in there, and then next Tuesday, a programming note as well, we are going to go out and uh, uh, Elliot is going to try to beat Spur in golf. But here's the <laughs> kicker. Here, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Is that I've come to the conclusion, and I think maybe others have as well, but I think if Elliot has someone on his bag, that can really help him out, keep his head in the game, give him some positive reinforcement from time to time. Then I think he can actually he can actually win. He can beat somebody. Now Spurs are gonna laugh and say that he can't beat him, but I think that he can. So yeah. we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna caddy. The for spread's Elliot. eight and a half. I mean, can he beat me on one hole? I mean, I'm, I'm, giving, him, I'm giving him a stroke a hole pretty much. <laughs> can he beat Can he beat me on one hole? It's a lot of talk for a guy who just hasn't experienced the bright lights. And we're dealing with the bright lights here. I. I get on the golf course with my buddies. We're all listening to music. It's not like that. It, it, this is a serious competition for winners. And, and when the cameras are on, the bright lights are flashing at you. I don't think Sean knows how to deal with it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Love my chances. Uh, breaking news. Joey Votto just on the Dan Patrick said show uh, from Nick Kirby says, quote, I want to play again at least one more year. Said he would consider playing elsewhere if the Reds want to move on. It happens. Joey, Joey just can't hang it up. It happens to all the great ones, doesn't it? There's not many great players that that just hang it up. I don't want to say when the time's up, but it just doesn't happen. I mean, it just does not happen all that often. There are certainly some cases you can say that they do. And you know what? There's something to be said about, about playing until someone literally reaps, uh, rips the cleats off of you. I mean, there's something to be said about that, too. I'm not downplaying. If Joey Votto can find somebody that's, that, that, that wants to take him, by all means. I think that... Uh, 
What I think happen? he has. That's, that's his God-given right. I just don't think that the Reds are in a position, and I hate to say this, but I mean, I just don't think that they're in a position really to give an opportunity for Joey to come back because really it's more of a looming, it's more, and, and maybe I'm not giving enough credit to being able to be a professional and guys being professional and all that. I just think it puts way too much pressure on David Bell. And it also puts, it puts way too much public pressure, whether you want to believe that should matter or not. I think it does. It puts too much public pressure from a fan base on an organization to play a guy that's a legend here when he probably maybe doesn't deserve to be able to play. You don't think if, if – and again, should they bring him back? Probably not. It's not – they'd have to buy him out and then pay him an additional salary. So it, it's probably not going to work. But I do, think, I do think it would be fun to see Joey Votto win. And, and if that means he's, he's a bench player, he's a, he's a pinch hitter, there are a lot of pinch hitters that we can have out there that's that are significantly worse than Joey Votto. And we, I don't know we, if that's true. I think it is true. I you you um, would rather have Kevin Newman than Joey Votto off the bench? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You can say whatever you, you want. You can say whatever split. You can go into whatever statistic you want. You don't. Joey Votto is better at bats. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. So if I, if I can take Joey Votto off the bench, now are you going to pay him what X amount of million of dollars to do that? Probably not. That's why I'm saying it probably won't happen. But as a fan who loves Joey Votto, I would love for him to return. I would absolutely love it. And there would be nobody more wrong on that take. Imagine the victory lap that I would do on you if Joey Votto were to come back. That would and be then hilarious. the sad thing is, is this is what I this is what I was fearful of with the whole Joey Votto situation because it turns into Trace is anti Joey Votto. It's, Some are it, saying it's, you are, it, and that's fine. If you want to take it that way, you can. I'm just trying to be realistic about the situation that I'm watching with my eyes. I can see the game. He's late on fastballs that he usually would would smash. He's just old. He's not what he used to be. He doesn't look the same. Can he have bright moments from time to time? Sure, yeah. Does he come out when he first comes off of IR? That's the other thing I'd, I'd like to point out, too. Um, for a, a, th th This season wears on guys, right? You've seen it with the young guys. It wore some of these young guys out. Joey Votto's not built to play over a full course of a season anymore. He just can't do it. And in fact, I would argue if you took away his splits, now whether this is fair or not, I don't know, but if you took away his splits the first two weeks he came back from both IR stints, what, were his, what, what did he look like then? And I would say he looked good when he first came back from IR because he was a little bit of, he was fresh. But once he got playing for a week, which is what you do in Major League Baseball, you play every day pretty much for six straight months, father time caught up with him. So that's my fear, is this. My fear would be, Oh, Trace is one anti Joy Votto because that's never been the case. But the second part of this is like, what happens when he when he struggles? You bring him back on a decent deal. What happens if he's if he's hitting below 150, Elliot? What do you do then? Yeah. What, what, what do you do? I, I you you put him on the Phantom IL and you let him fix his gastritis. That's that's what you'd have to do. And then he, and then he'd come back for the end. And, and again, I'm not saying it'll happen. It, there's a 99 percent chance that it doesn't happen. But I, 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 if, if let me ask you this, Trace. If he was willing to come back for, let's say, $2 million, a million and a half, buck and a half, you don't take him back? I, I, it, listen to me. You're going to make this into Trace hates Joey Votto. Well, Votter. I just want to answer the question. The answer is no. I'm not bringing him back under any circumstance because of, the, because of the, the, all of the outside things that come with it. I hate to say this, but the production that I believe that I'm going to get 
is 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 completely is completely outweighed by all of the things that are going to happen around the ballpark. If you don't think for a second that Joey Votto is going to be a bench player and CES starts to struggle a little bit, which is a young player, he's probably going to struggle at times. And you don't think that the fan base is going to get all over CES because Joey Votto, their their their, their Lord and Savior, Joey Votto sitting on the bench. You'd be wrong. I don't want that pressure for some of these young guys. And it's not fair to CES if we're being honest. Now CES might go out there and and and, and you know slug seven seven ninety five eight hundred, have an on base percentage of four fifty and hit hit two ninety with forty home runs and it's all forgotten. That that's possible too. But I hate to say it, but at some point it has to come to an end. What this reminds me of. And I'm not suggesting there's a perfect way of handling situations when you come to the end of life. But I've always said, if I have loved ones that are sitting around my deathbed and I've been a vegetable for six months, pull the plug. I'm, I'm already dead. I'm gone. There's nothing to sit there and feel sorry about. You had, you had a great run. And I get why people feel that way at the end because you know what? There's there's been times where I was nostalgic about it. But when you look at it holistically, I just don't think it's fair to have David Bell have to manage that situation and to have young players having to have the pressure, if you will, of having a legend sitting behind them. Simple as that. And that's fair. I just think I think it would be fun. But again, he would get he would get just absolutely. It, it would be kind of like when he was right after the MVP year, or right, or right after the contract was signed. Everybody just hated on him. If he's hitting like 150 next year and the Reds are really good, everybody will hate on him again. That would suck. But the so only I, thing that I don't love that happened with the Vado situation is that the Reds. The Reds could have handled it better, in my opinion, on the whole, hey, this is Joey's final season thing. If they would have come out a month ago, and maybe they're contractually or legally not allowed to say what their decision is going to be on his, on his uh, whatever it would have been, his decision. I don't his know what option. the correct term His option. Thank you, Sean. Uh, if they're not legally allowed to say what they're going to do with his option until the window of opportunity in the offseason, then so be it. But they could have, in my opinion, they could have done more for him when it came to the swan song that they've done for many other greats i look at what what they did with wainwright i look at what they did with miguel cabrera this year those are the things that i would at least admit i would say out loud to you i wish i wish we were able to do that with joey does that mean that i wish that they would bring him back just so we could do that no i that 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 certainly isn't the case the cardinals did it with albert Pujols, and it kind of worked he was pretty good he wasn't terrible Albert Pujols hit 270, 345, 550 in his final year uh, in the MLB with the Cardinals. Obviously, I think they juiced his baseballs to get to 500. But I, I, I do think Albert Pujols, I mean, he was serviceable. He played, Albert Pujols played in 109 games. He appeared in 109 games, took 350 at-bats, 350 plate appearances in his final year as a Cardinal, in his farewell tour with the Cardinals. 
I I just uh, again we're talking about Pujols and he came to the Cardinals when the the laugh the back half of uh, that was the back half of his final season if I remember right. For the Cardinals? Yes. No, he was there the whole time. And how many at bats did he get? He he was a platoon guy. He would be what Joey Votto would be with the Reds. He would be would play against right-handed. Votto would play against righties. He played only against lefties. He, he appeared in 109 games. Had 350 plate appearances. If Joey comes back, he he has to just DH against right-handed pitching. That's it. That's all he would be. Yeah, yeah no, 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 but no. I just don't know if the Reds would do that. No, they wouldn't. And that's what, that's what, that's the whole crux. That's the whole crux of the argument. Trace is yeah. going to be right. They're not going to bring him back. But I'm saying there would be a role for him if you're going to say, all right, pinch hitting bottom of the ninth, or if uh, and then a righty comes in, we have Votto come up, or if he DHs, gives somebody an off day. I think there's still a role for Joey Votto. Yeah, I mean, CES has to be playing every day. Every day. CES plays every day. Cardinals were also in a little bit of a different position where I think they had a lot of, I don't want to say a lot, but they had some veteran pieces on that team that they were, you know, basically postseason bound. And or they were a postseason for sure roster, and I think you could make the argument the Reds franchise right now is in a situation where you'd like to think they're going to be a postseason roster going into next year, but they still have a lot of young up and coming players that you have to find spots for, and you're just not going to hold a spot on the 40 man for somebody that's just not going to eventually produce to the level that you expect them to. So, yeah, I don't, I mean, we've done this song and dance how many times? We got football to talk about. Football. College football, professional football. football. Casey might like football. A little. Speaking of that, Casey, uh, send it over to you. What do I need to know? And and this is a genuine genuine thing, Casey. I'm not, this this isn't a bit. This is not a bit, bit. Casey. Okay. I'm being dead serious when I say this. Yeah. Yeah. For those that have no clue about MLS, have no clue about FC Cincinnati. Right. In fact, the only thing that they know about, and I'm not speaking for myself, of course, I'm speaking for others. The only thing they really even know about the MLS and FC Cincinnati is that their colors are orange and blue. Correct. If that's the only thing that they know, and they could utter the name Acosta, what, what's next? What are we looking at? Like, well, what, 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 when's the next game? Or what, 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 why should I be excited? Well, MLS and they they have a play-in game for the wild card teams, um, the eighth and ninth seed. So after this Saturday, which I think is the last slate of regular season games, um, they play Inter Miami. After that, then they uh, they do the single elimination wild card round, and then they go to the best of three series, which will be whoever that lower seed, whoever wins that game. Um, they will play Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Then they'll go to that stadium, play them there away. And if they win both those games, then they have home field advantage the rest of the way. They just play whoever there. Um, if they end up losing one of those games, then it goes back to Cincinnati for the the final series game. So there's a chance in the MLS that the championship for the whole entire MLS Cup is played at a home field, and it could be played in Cincinnati, is what you're telling me. Yes. And that championship game is in what month? Do we have a general idea? I think I think it's towards November, if I'm cor- if I'm correct, because the actual start of the playoffs is not um, it's not right away. It's like October twenty something. Twenty first. 
Yeah, it's the regular, so, final so regular season day. It, it might. December yeah, 9th is Mouse Cop, Roger. They're all blowing us up. That's why it's nice to have smart people in the chat. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it You're lasts, me, you mean to tell me, Casey? Yeah. Now, this is where you lose me a little bit. Mm-hmm. When's the season start for MLS? Uh, I want to say it's like April, March. We're starting to we're starting to we're starting a season in March. Yeah. And we're not playing the championship until December 9th. And well, you're you're going to tell me with a straight face that there's a chance that that championship game gets played on December 9th in Cincinnati, Ohio. Now, not to steal a bit from Elliot, but ha. <laughs> 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 what are we doing? I mean, <laughs> come on. Well, I mean, what, do they play in the snow for real? This is a, they play. Do they play through snow? I if I they do. I, res- they do, I would imagine would respect if, it, if it's snowing a little bit. Yeah, obviously I mean, not. not if there's a chance of snow. Obviously not a not a crazy amount of snow, but people are saying in the chat like they take a three month break. You got to remember that. Well, it's like a month and a half. Well, they play their they play their exhibition but... tournaments where nothing matters. But yeah. They play yeah, their... there's not as many games. I mean, it's just every Saturday. Is then... Miami in the playoffs? No, they're like no. the worst team in the league. Are they sure. really? Or the conf, yeah, whatever wow. they call it. They were they were so far gone before Messi showed up that there was probably like no chance that they would ever. Gotcha. Make it. They're so like Miami the is not even going to make the playoffs, but they did they end up winning the? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see. They but. can only make it in the playing game. They, they, they he's asking if they won that open championship they win, they that win they won that or in, in, in season tournament or whatever. You no, want to they didn't. Uh, they, they actually they actually rested Messi. He didn't even play that game. What a big championship that must have been. Yeah. Re- Not great. Rest in your best player in the championship a, game. And here's a, here's well, a, I mean, how the hell am I supposed to get sold on this product? I mean, seriously. <laughs> come ahead, come ahead. I'm sorry, man. I mean, you just told me they had they, they they're not even gonna make the playoffs. All right. They, they're not they even gonna chance. make the They ML- have a chance to make the play in they're not even going to make the MLS playoffs, everybody. Okay, and they get to the championship of some random tournament that they decided to shove in the middle of the season that was so important that they wanted to stop the MLS play. But it was not important enough that when the that when this team that's not even going to make the MLS playoffs gets <laughs> to the championship of this thing that they play in the middle of the season, the best player of what some would say in the world, maybe not anymore, but you get my point, is not even going to play because he needs to rest. And I just double checked. They don't even have a chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> they don't have a chance to make the playoffs. This is like was he was Elliot, he hurt? Take was, it away. Was was Messi hurt? Was Messi hurt? Is that why he didn't play, or was it to rest? I don't know. I mean, he was dealing with knows. a small injury. He was dealing with a nagging injury, but it wasn't oh, anything man. like. All right, he was injured. If if he was injured, if he was injured, that's fine. That's a fair excuse. But I mean, I have a hard time believing if I feel like Casey's over here trying to be the freaking defendant for Jeffrey Dahmer in court. You're finding uphill battle. Here, I gotta, bro. I gotta. Let's I gotta, do some picks. Let's get off. No, 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 no. I want to finish the FCC talk. We don't talk enough about FCC. I want to give them the respect they're due. They're the orange and blue. They're the lads. Um, so we won the FC Cincinnati. Being we, the FC Cincinnati won the MLS. They had the best record. They get the supporter shield. That isn't that the most important thing? Because that, if you look at is, the Premier League, you look at the real soccer leagues. If you win that league, that's like there's no tournament. You're right. We, it's just in America we 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 love our tournaments and, and whatnot, so we have the tournament. But the MLS pretty much won this season. MLS is the best team, no matter what happens in the tournament at the end of the year, which essentially is null and void because we already have the trophy. 
So I don't know why you even play that tournament. I mean, I, I disagree with that. I mean, I think there's there's merit to the MLS Cup at the end of the year. Because Casey loves his tournaments too, like we do yeah. in America. I mean, they make it, they make it a super big deal. I mean, it it's like their Super Bowl, man. Watched by hundreds. It's so big, they play a soccer game outside oh, on December Casey. 9th in the championship. I, I listen. <laughs> I, I'm with Elliot though. Elliot was trying to prove a point. Elliot, Elliot I was supporting him. Elliot, Elliot was saying that the the most where they take football and by you know by football I mean soccer is that where they take that the most serious is over in Europe. And in Europe, what they decide to do is they take the best record in the entire league at the end of the season, at the, of the regular season, and that's actually who wins. They don't do this tournament stuff. So, Elliot's got a point. If we go by European standards, which are the highest standards in the world, because that's who cares about this the most, then FC Cincinnati is the real champion. Yeah, I mean, they did, they did great. I mean, they are the number one team, and they did it with a couple games to spare, so kudos to them. I so, don't know. I don't know if they. Uh, I hadn't checked up on this, but they were like on pace to break a couple records, just in terms of table standings and goals and whatnot. I don't know if they managed to do any of that, but you know, I, I'm. It's also a big deal just because they get home field advantage all the way throughout the season. It's the same thing. Like the Bengals would be celebrating winning the AFC North, like. No, I no one's making fun of them for uh, for for celebrating the fact that they won it. I think it's just this uh, it's it's a tough situation in America with with football uh, because I just it it just is what it is. It's just one of the lower level sports that most people care about, and unfortunately, it's just hard to win over market share. But I'll make a pact. I don't know how much tickets cost, so this is a this is a, there's a huge asterisk on what I'm about to say. Yep. If ticket prices are more than a hundred dollars a ticket for the playoffs, for the playoffs, I'm not going. But if they are less than a hundred dollars a ticket, I'll go. I'll go to I'll go to a match. Is that what they call it? A match. And when I go to that match, um, I'll give a full honest review of how I feel about the game because I actually to be to be fair to soccer, and of course by soccer I mean football. <laughs> is that I do genuinely like watching the World Cup. I enjoy watching the United States play in almost anything. I don't know why that is about me, but something about patriotism and watching America play. I like the I like the Olympics. I don't love the Olympics anymore because I feel like the coverage of it has been tough the past few times about the time difference and all those things. We live in a we live in a society now to where unfortunately you have to watch it live or else it's going to get ruined. It's hard to DVR things anymore and be able to get away with not knowing the result of said thing. It's like back in the day, you used to be able to watch Michael Phelps swim at 6 o'clock primetime, and you could actually have a chance of not knowing who won seven hours ago. That's just not the case anymore. Social media, and you have, I mean, the world that we live in at least you have to be on social media a decent amount to do your job relatively well. So you just get all the sports get ruined by, by social media. Speaking of having access to things at the tip of your fingers what a segue. is weather. What a segue that was. And that's why now we're going to go to the locals at 11 and we're going to go to our main man, our, our great weather man who does nothing but an excellent job on the show. He lets you know that it's going to be sunshine when it rains. He lets you know that it's going to rain when it's sunshine. That's not right. So we're going to send it it's over to Elliot. Elliot, what do we have for today? Yeah, uh, thanks, Chip. Thanks, Chip. Hey, everybody. Woo! Hey, everybody. It's Friday. It's time for the weekend. Let's party. Let's live it up. 
Now I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna do a straight face today. I'm not gonna laugh. I'm not gonna have a silly little time. This is a serious show. I'm gonna do a serious job here. The weather today is good. I'm not gonna lie. It's good. I looked up today at the sun when I was driving in. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Casey. So again, everybody can do this. You just go to your phone. You look at the weather. No need to watch anybody else. But if you're gonna watch this, you might as well watch it. Uh, today, weather, sunshine. I scroll through the little app. You can do it here. You just scroll through it, and it tells you all the times. Uh, it's gonna be sunshine the whole day. A lot of sunshine, a lot of good times, a lot of good vibes. It's a Friday. Take off work early. You know, you just leave. You leave the office. You don't tell the boss. You say, hey, meteorologist Elliot, he told me to leave work early today. That's what you do. You leave her. Here's your phone, Casey. Uh, but I will tell you this. Starting tomorrow, there's a cold front moving in. It's moving in from the west or the east or the north. I don't really know where they come from. But there's a cold front moving in. So starting tomorrow, it's going to get real cold in Cincinnati. Real cold. And we're only in October. I can't imagine what it would be on December 9th for an MLS championship game. But for right now, going to be cold. Enjoy today. This is the last good day of summer. This is it. What you have right now is the last good day of summer. Everybody, enjoy. Go outside. Throw a football. If you don't like football, kick a football. A football, of course, I mean soccer ball. So go outside. Enjoy it. Play some basketball. There was a clip of me yesterday that somebody released. Reds Daily. Shout out. Uh, it was me shanking all my, all my free throws. Casey and I did a free throw challenge. I missed all the shots. I, I looked bad. I'm not going to lie. I looked bad. But um, So today, again, good weather, great weather, beautiful weather. Uh, tomorrow, cold front moving in. And then pretty much for the rest of the year, it sucks. So have fun with that. Uh, Chip. Hey, Chip. Back to you. You you can take that for what it's worth, largely because yesterday you were told that uh, it might rain. And, Here we go. But Bring it's it back. probably going to be sunshine. Bring it back. Cut them off. Bring it back and cut them off. So here's what happened yesterday. We, us in the meteorologist community, it's like gambling. It's, it's, it's a lot like using Betfred Sportsbook, the greatest sportsbook known to man. It is. So you, you, we, we use our little radars. We use our little weather apps and, and such. And we say, all right, it looks like there's going to be some rain here. Based on our, our technological advances, it looks like there's a cloud of hovering. But what happened yesterday, I took a wrong bet. It was about plus 175 for the sun to stay out. I said, you know what? It's going to be sunny. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. The rain came. The rain come and the, and the rain kept on coming all the, all the way through. It didn't stop. But today I can promise you, without certainty, it's about minus 400 for, for the sun to stay out the whole way. That's what it's going to be. I, was I wrong yesterday? No, I don't think so. The sun was out at some point. So I, I, if, you, if you need me to tell you if it's raining or not, that's your fault. That's not my fault. I tell you what I think is going to happen. And if you don't like me, then you go to another one and they're going to tell you something wrong too. So we'll all be wrong together. Yeah. All right. Chip, back to you. That's enough propaganda from him because honestly, he's he just he doesn't have a damn clue what he's doing. And that's why that's why we sent it to him. And we really we sent it to him because ultimately at the end of the day, we needed to make sure that Casey has enough time to, to get prepared and make sure that he can do the ad reads. So that's what we're gonna do now. We're gonna send it over to the best ad reader in the game, Casey McAllister. Take it away, Casey. Thank you, Chip. The Bengals and Bearcats report is brought to you by Encore Technologies. Encore Technologies provides IT solutions for a data center world with a suite of services from mobile computing to desktop to data center, supporting both centralized and work from home computing modules to improve efficiency and productivity. Productivity. Visit Encore.tech. The path to innovation begins here. Let me tell you about this productivity new bottled water called Pawnee Water. 
Pawnee Water is made right here in Hamilton, Ohio. Uses natural limestone filtration, unlike the other brands that use artificial processing. The result is a awesome alkaline water. Hydrates you to the best that you can be. That it does. That it does. Visit PawneeWater.com. That's P-A-H-H-N-I Water.com to see where you can buy this great tasting water. And for me, it's the pH level of this water. It's an 8. It's not a 7 or 9. It's a perfect 8. Fair enough. And Those are asking in the chat uh, where this golf match is going to be played, fellas. Um, I don't even know if that has been 100% official. It I has. think that it has, though. Uh, uh, Spur, you, you chose where you're playing? We're, we're going to Potter's. Potter's National here in Hamilton, Ohio. Harry Potter. Is that who it's named after? Harry? Don't know about that. Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Might be. All right. Then I guess Sean's Voldemort, <laughs> and I'll be Harry. I'm not much of a Harry Potter uh, stand. Yeah, I don't know much. Yeah, if there was anybody who wasn't a Harry Potter fan, it would be you. Does that mean I have a life, or what does that mean? I Just it, take it with how you take it. I mean, that's if I, I look at you and I know you're not a Harry Potter fan. Hmm. That seems stereotypical. No. I spread's eight and a half, though. That's a true number. Hmm. He got put out. Some were, saying, some were saying Voldemort had an eight and a half point spread over Harry Potter. <laughs> you know what Harry Potter did? He used his magic little wand. And he sent that guy to, I assume they have heven and hell over there. I, I don't know what ask they do. Man. Yeah, ask, yeah. Well, I think he killed him. He pushed him off the bridge. But I don't know. I, but we'll see. No spoilers to Harry Potter, but Harry kills Voldemort. Pushes him <laughs> off the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, because I, 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 I was going to read it tomorrow. I was gonna start oh, you were going to read it, brother. Uh, you were going to watch the movies. You were going to watch the movies. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, really quickly, isn't uh, being relatively serious for half a second, isn't there going to be a, uh, a HBO special that goes through Harry Potter, like a little more um, It'll be a TV detailed? show. Yeah. It'll well, be a it's, recreation it's, of the entire movies with a different cast, so I don't even know why we're even doing it. It's a waste is it going to be more detailed or what? What's the, what's the purpose yeah, over the movie? The, the purpose is because a lot of people got mad at the movies because they didn't really do all the details right. So the, the, the series, will it'll be a long series. I imagine eight seasons, just like the books. So it'll be eight seasons, and it'll go more into depth of the daily life of Hogwarts. See, this is where folks are saying I don't like Harry Potter. I just – I'm not I'm not tried it yet. I'm, one day, you know, when I'm not working, I probably maybe I'll sit down and watch some Harry Potter. I don't know. I love Harry. I still have some other things to get to. There's a yeah, laundry like list of Star things Wars. that I'm supposed to watch. I've not watched Star Wars. Ron Weasley. I've not seen the Rocky movies. I've not seen uh, Harry Potter. Have you seen Jaws? Uh, I've seen Jaws. But I was so long ago. Jurassic Park? I have seen some Jurassic Parks. I don't know if I've seen every single Jurassic Park, to be fair. Any other famous uh, movie sets that I have not... I'm not, I'm not, I've, I've seen maybe, uh, this is where it really gets really sad is, uh, Scarface. Is that, is that, uh, I've never seen that one. Yeah. I've not seen those movies. Um, I should, I should, Lord I should what, happened to this, what happened to the segment where we were all going to watch each other's shows? Well, that's when you guys just decided not to do that. You I guys, did it. Got, Nobody you, else did it. Well, that's, well, that's Elliot and, uh, not Elliot, excuse me. That's Casey and Reed's fault. Did you watch your supposed project? I did. I thought it was terrible by the way. Okay. What was his project? Uh, Casey told me I had to watch Jury Duty. I got to be honest. I thought it was like, uh, I don't know. Terrible is a strong word. I don't want to say it was terrible. I would say that it just wasn't the humor that it didn't get me going yet. Now, maybe there was some other episodes that got more and more funny. 
But the truth is, is that I just kind of was like, ah, this is, this is just kind of just not doing it for me. It just didn't do it for me. Sorry, Casey. I hate that's, to say that. That's okay. I uh, watched the whole thing. It, get, it does get funnier and funnier. The bits get a little bit more dramatic, and the the whole thing almost comes out at the end before it's supposed to. Nice. Okay. All right, we're going to do some picks. We're going to do some picks. And uh, you know what? Yesterday, if you didn't get a chance to see, uh, we had some people that were actually for once right in this room. So maybe we'll pay attention to what they have to say today. Uh, I'll, I'll, let, I'll, let, uh, I'll let Spur have his roses here in a minute. He did tell you to have DJ Moore as a, uh, as a touchdown. First, first, first touchdown, by the way, which is like plus 950, which is crazy noise. So the fact that that hit. And then on top of that, he told you Justin Fields is going to get 200 yards passing. And I think he had that uh, after the second First and well, first quarter or oh, second quarter? Pretty sure everyone on this side of the table had their picks hit, including my parlay. Oh, well, here we go. So take that for what it's <laughs> worth. I don't know if that's good or bad news if we're being uh, completely honest. All right, Oklahoma, they play Texas. This is finally a big time game again, isn't it? We got a, we got the, uh, what do they call it? The uh, Red Rival, Red River. I think, they, I think they took that away. Oh, really? That's a bad thing? I think so. I oh. think I, I th- Thanks I'm for saving sure they me. took it away. I would have gotten canceled on that maybe sorry i had no idea that they took that away didn't know all right we'll start this over uh oklahoma they play texas they're both five and oh they play a, a rivalry football game that used to be called something that it does not called that anymore uh and it's played at the uh, state fairgrounds that is until uh, money gets involved in jerry's world ruins it they're going to send it back to jerry's world and they're going to get rid of nostalgia for money but you heard it here first um i'm going to go with I don't like this pick, but I'm gonna go with Texas because uh, I've been fading Texas for far too long now, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna finally jump on the bandwagon. That is the Longhorns. I do not think they're back, to be clear, but I guess they're back for one more week. So now it's technically Sean's turn. All right, go ahead, Spur. I'll, I'll go with the Sooners. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're gonna win the game, but I think they cover. I, it's gonna be a close game. Texas kicks a field goal late and wins by three. Uh, and, and, and so Jolly Jolly, correct me in the chat there. It, it's the Red River uh, showdown. It was the Red River shootout. They changed the shootout like the Crosstown shootout. But I think the Crosstown shootout's back, isn't it? I don't know. They might have got rid of it. I don't care. I I'm going to go Texas. I'm going to go Texas. Shout out to Texas. Yeah, I've been saying Texas has been back all season long. Texas forever. Um, they haven't proven me wrong yet. So Texas, baby. Tom. Tom Brenneman, Texas is not back. Horns down. Wow. Whoa. All right. We got a little bit of a little bit of different colored board there. I like that. Um, next game, we have LSU, the Tigers. Somehow, uh, somehow Elliot said they're still ranked. They're ranked. Somehow. Like, that's a joke. They're ranked. Come on. That's why the SEC gets a bad rap right there, because Somehow, some way, LSU still ranked. They shouldn't be ranked. No one, no one believes they should be ranked, and here yeah, they I mean, are. They got, they're still ranked. They got blown out against Florida I mean, State. I mean, it's a joke. Yeah. Like that's a joke. That's a joke. See, I can tell you straight up. Sometimes I'm not just completely biased. All right, I'm going to take Missouri because I just think that LSU are—they uh, are who they are. Uh, I, frauds is a strong term, but that's as close to they're, they're as close to frauds as you can get without being called one. Sean? You know what? I'm changing my pick. I, I want Missouri. I can't pick okay. LSU. The more we talk about it, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way this is going. But as of right now, as of right now, no changes yet. I'm going to stick with my pick, Mizzou. Missouri. 
because I think LSU, I'm done betting on Brian Kelly. That guy's that guy's a bum. Yeah, I have to agree with you, Elliot. I am also Uh-oh. picking Mizzou. And let me just double check. Let me just double check because I did text Tom. Oh, no. All right. Yep, this is right. He believes nah. in Brian Kelly. Okay. Mm. So That means Elliot does not have to change his pick. Nope. That's cool. what was getting ready to happen. I That's seen it correct. coming from a That's mile correct. away. Tom saved me. Seen it coming from a mile away. All right. We have Kentucky v. Georgia. This story gets played every single year almost anymore. I've heard it. I've heard it about as many times as I've heard Coco Melon in the past few years. Kentucky, they're, they're a good football program. Mark Stoops has got them back on track. Here they come. They're going to find a way to shock the world, and by God, they just get boat raced. And I'm going to tell you right now, 14 and a half is nowhere near enough. Nowhere near enough. They're probably going to lose this football game by 24, 28 points. So I'm going to take Georgia. No bias there, of course. John? The funny thing about this game is I feel like the last, like, three or four years, Kentucky has came into this game undefeated. Yeah. This isn't the first time this has happened. And spreads spreads 14 and a half for a reason. Georgia's going to roll. I'm going to go with Kentucky. I feel like Georgia hasn't been playing that good. They barely escaped with a win against Auburn. I don't know. I didn't feel like they beat South Carolina that much by that much. So I don't believe in Georgia. I think Georgia is fraudulent. Put your house on Georgia responsibly, yeah, of responsibly. course. Let's go. Let's go Kentucky responsibly. Yeah. Uh, after last year, I, I've kind of picked up on the trend of what happens with Georgia. They have one bad game, and everyone thinks like, "Oh no, they're fraudulent. Oh they no, this though. isn't a re- legit team." And it always happens to land on the Kentucky game, and Kentucky happens to beat a Florida team that, by the way, I think is also very fraudulent. And they beat them 14 to 33. Hmm, that's not really a. What did they beat them by? 14. 33 to 14. Yeah. Hell yeah, Casey. Keep going. Yeah, Georgia is going to roll this game. It's going to be, like Trace said, 28 point game. I love Kentucky's are Kentucky's fraud. I love They're frauds. I hope Tom took them. I hope Tom, Tom took Georgia. Well, guess what? He took Kentucky. That's because he's that's because he's a ball knower. That's a good pick by Tom. Mm. George, I mean Georgia stinks. So, next pick. All right. Uh, next up, it's going to be Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. They head down to the old, as you know, the place that Satterfield built, the Louisville Cardinals. <laughs> Satterfield's no longer there, though. The boogeyman is gone. They protested outside of his window. Boy, I'll tell you what. If, if and when, and, the, and I'm, I'm going to say this again. If and when Louisville wins this game, there are going to be a lot of Bearcat fans scratching their head. And Louisville's going to win this game. I, you don't even need the points. But you can take them if they're going to give them. So I'm going to take Louisville. They're getting six and a half. But I, uh, I don't even think you need the points. I really don't. Jeff Brom, is he, he must be he's, – he's a good coach, man. I mean, he, he won at Louisville, then he went to Purdue, went to a Big Ten championship game at Purdue. Now he's back at Louisville and they're 5-0. and I'm going with the cards at home to cover. I – This is wild. Yeah. I'm going to go the Notre Dame fighting Irish because Notre Dame fighting Irish, they're really good at football. Yeah, they might win the game, but they won't, they're not going to cover. They're going to cover the spread by six and a half. Yeah, they will. I, this is I told Elliot this. The spread just doesn't make sense. I mean, Louisville. I mean, what are we doing? Six and a half. 
Notre Dame? Come on. It doesn't make sense. I'm still going to go with my heart and not my brain. Use Notre Dame here. All right. And then Tom also picking Notre Dame. Next All up. right, fair enough. Next game, the Buckeyes. They play against uh, the Maryland Turpins in college football, not college basketball, which is important. And the reason for that is because Ohio State's much better than Maryland in, in college football. Uh, they are 19.5-point favorites. This is one of those ones where if I were a gambling man, which I am, I just wouldn't even bet the game because it just seems like, I don't know. These are the ones where you feel gross at the end sometimes, Either way, Ohio State could dominate this game, dominate this game, and give up a late touchdown in the fourth quarter and you lose. Or Maryland could be in this game the whole entire way. You get down to the fourth quarter and Ohio State reels off 21 straight points and you find yourself to where you felt like Maryland was was in the game the whole entire time at the very end, you lose it. That's why I just don't love these games, to be honest. But uh, since we have to pick it, I'm going to take Maryland, but I, this is the least confident pick I've made the whole show. I feel like the Buckeyes kind of slept walk in this game last year against Maryland on the road. I don't think they do that again at home. I think they're going to roll Maryland. Four-plus right. touchdowns. I think Ohio – again, Trace is right. This is a weirdo. This is a weirdo line spread, whatever you want to say. I think Ohio State is like 30 points better than Maryland. I think Maryland's a disgrace to the football community. But – Hey, 5-0. But, yeah, I mean, 5-0, oh, they play in the Big Ten. Um, I, I, I think – I go back and forth. I wanted to say Ohio State wins this game by 30-and-a-half. But as I sit here right now, I kind of want to change my pick. Oh, man. I kind of want to change my uh, pick you're just Trace. doing that because you know what Tom's going to do. I'm going to – Casey, I'm going to change my pick, and I'm going to go with Maryland. Not because I believe in them, not because I think they're good, not because any of that. I just think I want to take Ohio State minus 50 alternate spread, and I think my brain's trying to be like, all right, switch it up. Maryland. Maryland's now the pick. You're a pretzel over there. I am a pretzel. Sourdough. I had Maryland as my pick. Um, I just looked at the history of these of these two teams the last 10 years or so, and it's got a pattern. It's got a pattern where they just blow them out and then they give up a, a close game, which their close game was last year. So mm. the pattern in my mind says to pick OSU. I'm going to be picking OSU. There you go. I can only imagine who Tom's going to take. And, of course, Tom is taking Ohio State. Of course. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Can't believe that. Um, this is going to be a doozy. The National Football League. Do we have the records, Casey? <laughs> Casey's going to say no, and Elliot's like, what are we doing here? No. I can already see this no coming from a mile away. Don't have the records. <laughs> Don't have the records. All right. Well, if, if you follow along the show, you know I'm very good at this. Uh, I'm the best in the room by far at picking NFL games. But I, I want everybody to be prepared for that. We don't have the records, unfortunately, in front of us. But we should, but we don't. So, Trace, after you. We're going to the National Football League, everybody. This is one of those ones where you got to do responsible gambling because I'm telling you right now, there's nothing. Every single year, when you look at the end of the season, you can look back at spreads at the beginning of the season and think, wow, boy, did we miss the opportunity of a lifetime there. It happens every season. 
you think to yourself, man, if I could have just pulled back a little bit, looked at this without the emotion, and just asked myself simply, what should I have done? And you would have seen clear as day that you should have bet on and won money on the Cincinnati Bengals. They are only giving three to Josh Dobbs in the Arizona Cardinals. I understand the way that the Bengals have looked. That's why the line is what it is. If the Bengals look like the Bengals of old, guess what? This line wouldn't be what it is, is it? However, I am telling you right now that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to th – they're, they're not just going to win this game, everybody. They're going to throttle the Cardinals. They're going to win this. They're going to win this game by more than two touchdowns. I might take the alternate line, minus 13 and a half. Touchdown Bengals. Bengals. Points up on that board and win the game for Cincinnati. Cardinals alternate spread minus 50. And I'm going to take the over to the Cardinals win this game. They end our season and we don't have to the, 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 the Monday show that we're going to do. That one's canceled because the Bengals are going to lose this and everyone's going to, and everyone's going to feel bad except for Trace because he's not a Bengals fan. And Sean, Sean's not, Sean, you're not a Bengals fan either. So, I mean, what are we doing? All right. So Casey and I are going to be really sad on Monday because the Cardinals are going to win this game. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say they're going to win them by 50, 50 points. Cardinals win. Well, that doesn't make me feel good because of how great Elliott's record is in the NFL. But we wouldn't know that. I mean, we wouldn't know that. We don't have the records. But but we know here in the room how good you are at picking NFL games, except you're just wrong. The Bengals are going to bounce back, cover that plus minus – or not minus three here, and uh, they're going to win by touchdown. I'm not going to say blow out the Cardinals. I think they're just going to look like they're getting back, like they're turning things around. And, of course, Tom – Take the Bengals. Homer show. Minus Elliott. This, I'm going to say right now, that looks really bad for the Bengals. That looks absolutely atrocious for the Bengals' chances. Four Bengals and a Cardinal. That strategy, I'm pretty sure, is undefeated while I pick NFL picks. We're in trouble. We're in trouble, fellas. I, don't, I just don't understand Elliot sometimes. I wonder where his brain is, and I guess sometimes it's just not there. Because if he thinks for a second the Bengals are going to lose to the Cardinals, I just don't know how. But how, how. Titans aren't good. Just not there. Titans aren't good. And, I, and um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Last week, what happened when the Bengals and the Titans popped up on the screen? I think there was one person that picked the Titans, and it just so happened to be me. This week, I'm picking the Bengals, and they're going to win. So. Take well, no, but you just proved my point. There was one uh, person who picked the Titans. Don't listen to Elliot. He doesn't one have very good the factual Titans, evidence. And it was you. The, the other four. The Jaguars. The they play the Bills. Uh, they do play the Bills this week, and the Jags, I believe, are frauds. They're at home. The Jags are frauds. <laughs> <They> are <home>. <laughs> the Jags are frauds. Um, the Bills are given five and a half. It's a lot in the NFL. I don't even know if I told Casey who I was picking right here, uh, but if I didn't and I told him wrong, then I feel sorry because I think I'm going to take the Bills. Nope. That must have been who I said. Yep. The Bills have looked really good. The fact that they're in Europe does scare me on this pick, but I'm going to go to Bills. That's, I mean, that's a good point by Sean. Euro, Europe's team. That's a, good, that's a good point by Sean. Jags have home field advantage in this. They've been in Europe for a couple months now. That's, all, that's, all, that's where they play. That's where they reside. They are, they are Europe's team. They are Europe's American football team. Saying that, the Buffalo Bills, doesn't matter if they're in Europe, Spain, Puerto Rico, Pakistan. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills, minus five and a half. 
Yeah, I'm also taking the Bills. They're probably the best AFC team at the current moment, and they're certainly playing like it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Tom, and, what did Tom uh, do? Tom is also taking the Bills. Hello, Governor. All right, I'm switching my pick, mate. It's going to be a London show. It's going to be a London show. The Jaguars are winning. Trevor Lawrence. There's no more Urban Meyer. He's not sitting at a bar with a teenage girl. There's no more Urban Meyer. He's kicking his own kicker. This is going to be the Jaguars show. Jaguars have home field advantage, and they're going to win the game. Football. And by football, I mean soccer. Jaguars win. Plus five and... Well, they might not win. They, may, they, they cover the spread. Plus five and a half. Plus five and a half at home. You think Ian Jabot's there? Ian Jabot will be at the game. Fish and chips, governor. Meghan Markle, disowned by the uh, royal family. True fact. She was, in, she was in Suits. Good show. Suits was a great show. Folks are asking in the chat, are, is Tom going to allow the weather segment to continue? I think, I think the, answer is, uh, the answer is probably yes. If you don't remember, Tom does need some breaks from time to time on the show, and that's probably going to end up being one of them. Uh, Who asked that? Ravens. Who asked it? Uh, Everett. Steelers. Everett. Ravens, Steelers. Man, this is a doozy. I am just not a believer in the Steelers, but I'm not a believer in the Ravens wholeheartedly either. So I guess this is just a just a this is just a guess it guess. This is a guess game for me. Um, I don't really love this. I'm going to take the Ravens though. That's that's the pick that I'm going to go with, and I have no idea if I'm going to be right on that to be honest. So don't take it to the bank. Sean. Is Kenny Pickett playing? I mean, is he playing? Does it matter? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah it does. So you, if he is playing, you fade yeah, him? Yeah, if it's Kenny Pickett, I'm taking the Steelers. This game is disgusting. The spread, the over-under is 38 and a half. I'd take the under. I'll, I'll take the points. Take, I'll take the Steelers. Take the Steelers. Yeah. We have a uh, – we, we, uh, after uh, – I'll wait. I'm going to wait. We have, a, we have a uh, conspiracy now. I just seen it. I want to bring it up, but I'm going to wait. Elliot, go ahead. I'm going to take the Ravens. I think the Steelers are a joke. I think Kenny Pickett's a joke. I think they get better when Kenny Pickett sits. So I'm going to take the Ravens. I have to agree with uh, Elliot here. I Thank think you. the Steelers' offense is just abysmal. It's pitiful. Um, yeah, I, I feel pretty comfortable taking the Ravens here. And Tom as well. So, Sean, you're the lone wolf on the Steelers. PLT. Uh -huh. All right. We have a pronunciation gate going on right Casey, now yeah, Casey, inside the chat and uh the real spirit cat says uh you guys say jaguars how you how do you supposed to say it jaguars jaguars anybody hey. in the room even having a clue how do you say it pretty sure it's jaguars yeah man. that's not what they're saying that's what i've always said jaguars people are in the chat saying that it's pronounced of course reed here comes reed the mr pronunciation police jaguar oh yeah Jaguar. Jaguar. Jaguar? Jaguars. Jaguars? Jaguars? Jaguars. That sounds terrible. That's not it. Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Really? That's the poll question of the day. How do you say Jaguars? the correct British, says Jolly Jolly. Hello, British. Here's the question. You ready? I'll lay it out for you. Jaguar. How do you say the team from Jacksonville? It's the Jacksonville Jaguar. Is it going to be Jag, J-A-G, Wires, W-I-R-E-S? Jaguars. Or J-A-G-W-A-R-S. 
How do you say it is what the question is, not what you're supposed to say. How do you say it? If somebody in the if somebody in the bar asks you, what is the team that plays professional football in Jacksonville? Your answer is what? How do you say the team from Jacksonville? It's Jag Wars. Jag Wars or Jag Wires? I'm just I'm just just I'm just confused. A little confused. I'd like to see what the chat has to say. This isn't what's what you're supposed to say. This is what you do say. And I guess the next question I have is, is that at some point, if so many people say it one way, doesn't it just automatically eventually, Elliot, switch to that way? No, Casey, it was supposed to be Jaguar as the other option, I think. Well, I just did whatever Reed said. I think we get I think we get it. There's one way or the other way, right? No, I, I think you just completely botched that, Casey McCall. Yeah, that was wrong, Casey. Yeah, I think. Well, what that's you, what Reed Casey said. Deleted. Said no, Casey deleted. Casey deleted. Casey is Reed in this room. Is Reed in this room? Did Reed bring up the question of the day or not? No, he didn't. I didn't you, think so. You pointed him out the mo Whatever, whatever. I don't oh, mean. Casey's going off the rails over there. We've lost him. I closed the poll. The poll is over. No more need for a poll. Next game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, Lanta. Next game. All right. There we go. Cowboys v. Niners. By Niners, I mean the 49ers. If I said that right. San Francisco given three and a half. I am extremely confident in the Cowboys winning this football game. Extraordinarily confident. In fact, I believe on Sunday I am going to put out a... Uh, I'm going to tell you what. I'm gonna, you guys want to win some money. Do, do you want to win some money around here or not? I'm going to try to do something when this show's over. I'm going to send in... Uh, I don't know what the hell we're going to call it. Maybe you guys in the chat can come up with a name for it. I don't care what you want to do it. I'm going to see if Betfred will boost this. We're going to take the Bengals, given the points, and we're going to take the Cowboys' money line. I don't know what that pays, but that's going to be the parlay of the day. Now, it can't be Z-Brazilianaires because this one actually is going to win. Good one. So I'm going to take... The Cowboys. And I'll take the points if you're going to give them to me, but I don't even need them. John. The boys. They need this one. They're going to get it. Going for that one seed. Their offense still doesn't look good. So, I I, I mean, Dallas is, Dallas is the best defense in the league, but their offense is still not great. I, I, I haven't seen anything from their offense, really. Dak Prescott just hasn't been good. CeeDee Lamb, I think, had like three catches last week. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers. 49ers are damn good. Brock Purdy is damn good. Um, the whole, I mean, their entire roster is beautiful. So, 49ers win this game. Yeah, I feel pretty confident in the 49ers winning this game. I don't know if they cover. That hook is pretty damning, but I'll take my chances with what I think is the best team in the league. And then Tom is also taking the 49ers. I love that. Boy, do I feel great about that now. Mm. Mm. Now it's just a matter of how much. Mm. responsibly of course mm. responsibly uh is there any more national football games by yes, national there football is. i mean one national more. football yes, there league there is one more we got one more ooh eagles v rams um i am going to take the cuz i don't love this at all I, I feel like this is weird something weird going on here i'm going to take the rams i might have even told casey that uh that i was going to take the eagles i have no idea but i'm going to take the rams i don't I don't love this, to be to be clear. Don't love it. Sean? 
The Eagles have not really looked that good, even though they're undefeated. They played a lot of close games. They barely beat the Commanders last week. I think it went into overtime. But I think they're going to win this game by at least a touchdown. So I'm going to go to the Eagles. Yeah, uh, fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fight, Eagles, fight. Score a touchdown, one, two, three. Hit them low, hit them high, and watch our Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles. Nice, good job. <laughs> uh, I am going to be taking the Eagles as well. And Tom's also taking the Eagles. Oh, all right, here we are. I guess I am a Rams man now. Casey, Reed keeps making fun of you because you said BLT. I, I really don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. I'm just very hungry, okay? That's all. I, I was just... Can we do... Let's, we're going to do a wheel no. lunch at the end of the show. All right. By the way, that's the end of the NFL pick, and we don't have our records, but I'm really good at it. Everybody should take my picks. I probably won't on Sunday, if I'm going to be honest. Here we go. High school pick I knew this was coming. High school pick Golly. Pick'em. Can we make it quick so we don't lose all of our viewers? What are we talking about? I, I don't get you guys. Chatterbox Sports was founded on the love of high school sports. It's it's you, you had Tony Pike and Tom Brenneman, two legends, calling high school games. I think you made them travel to like South Dearborn or something, and you had them call football games. But listen, this is the Chatterbox way. We do high school sports. Casey, you're with me on this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you hear that enthusiasm. This is the way. Here we go. I do have the records for this. Elliot is 20 and 15, Reed 24 and 11, Trace 24 and 11, Casey 28 and 7. Pretty good. Pretty good. Where's my record from last week? I'm not keeping your record. Um, (laughs) Here we go, but we're going to pick him this week. Life Christian Academy Ah. from. (laughs) Don't make grunts while I'm trying to be serious. Chatterbox was founded on high school sports. Not covering Life Christian Academy. (laughs) Who is that? Life Christian Academy, they're out from Virginia. They are traveling to the pit, and they will take on Elder High School, the only relevant football program in the state of Ohio. Uh, uh, So I'm going to take Elder. Is this like a Bishop Sycamore type situation? No, teams want to come play in the pit because it's the best high school football stadium in Life Christian Academy. I I don't even know. I'll take Elder. Thanks. Give me Life Christian Academy. All right, so I'm gonna. You're gonna be Reed this week. All of Reed's picks will go to you. So you're gonna go Life Christian Academy. Uh, Trace goes Elder Casey. I just looked up Life Christian Academy, <laughs> and they have scored only 35 points. Okay, I'll go, I'll go Elder. I'll go Elder. <laughs> <laughs> They've given up 196. So I'm gonna take Elder in that I'll, one. I'm switching my pick. I'm all right, elder. all right. I would love to read have Life Christian Academy in that one. All right, game two. Another relevant game. Again, high school sports founded this company. I'm proud to be a part of it. Cole Rain at Hamilton. It's a juggernaut. Sean was telling me yesterday Hamilton's the best team in the state of Ohio. I don't think they are. I'm gonna go. Well, I guess I'll go and hold. I'll go, I'll go Hamilton in this one. Oh, he's gonna go Hamilton. I'm taking the big blue, baby. John, the a.k.a. The Big Reed. Blue dominate this game tonight. Uh, Six running, and two. On. Running clock. 
Casey? Yeah, uh, Cole Rain has only scored 66 points and given up 208, and they have not won a game, so I'm going with the big blue. Hamilton. All right, so by the way, the first two picks, we all have exactly the same pick. So how about that? Love that. Well, great great segment. I love this Kelly? segment. You're, this is the best segment we do. This is this is a great segment. Best I don't want to hear it. Do. I don't want to hear it. This is Chatterbox was founded on high school sports. All right, here we go. New Miami taking on Cincinnati Country Day. This is high school sports at its finest. These are the two biggest juggernauts in the, in the state. Now, I've seen the field where New Miami plays. It doesn't look good. I don't know how these people practice. But I'm going to take Cincinnati Country Day. My sister went there. It's my sister's alma mater, Cincinnati Country Day. Uh, they're no longer the uh, Indians. They were the Indians. I, they're something else now. Maybe they're parakeets. I don't know. I'm going to go CCD. I'm going to go CCD. Great. Sean, a.k.a. Reed? CCD. Great. CCD. I mean, this, is this what we're going to do? We're all going to pick the same picks. I mean, aren't you going to switch over? I mean, you're picking games that are going to be blowouts. Oh, I'm, not, I'm picking the best games in the city, Sean. All right. Here we go. Waynesville at Middletown Madison. Waynesville. Ooh. I'm pretty sure I set up an iPad over there at Middletown Madison. Uh, so here we go. I'm going to go with the home team, Middletown Madison. Waynesville. Thank you. Let's see here. The Mohawks, huh? Yeah, Way Waynesville. Waynesville and Casey? Hmm. Waynesville. The fact that you guys are looking up stuff right now is, 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 is unbelievable. I'm going to change my pick to Waynesville. No, you, you can't do that. Everybody's been doing it the whole day, so I'm going to do it. By the way, all, all four of us have the same exact four picks. Uh, for the first four games. The fifth one is a good one. I'm pretty sure I set an iPad up here, too. It's South Dearborn at Rushville. South, <laughs> South Dearborn at Rushville. I am going to go with Rushville. I'll take South Dearborn. Of all the segments that we do on this show... Can you please make a pick? This is the worst one. This is the best By one. far. You guys had whole. You guys had hour-long shows. I'll take. Shows. What, I'll take. What, what were the two games? It's South Dearborn at Rushville. South Dearborn. <laughs> Who did you pick, Elliot? I picked uh, Rushville. I'll do South Dearborn. All right, I'm gonna change my pick to South Dearborn. So we all have the same exact five picks. <laughs> For all of them. I thought you were trying to gain games. You're I was. The, lo anyway. the loser of this gets fired. I don't know why everybody's getting mad at me. You guys had full <laughs> three hours. You guys had full three-hour shows picking high school games. I give. I come out here and I pick the best five in the city. And everybody gets mad at me. These are great games. South Dearborn. How many weeks of this do you have left, Elliot, before you get fired? Uh, well, I'm not getting fired. I'm not coming in last. But as of right now, well, I mean, you obviously, keep picking the same games as everybody. Yeah, the are. standings won't change, unfortunately, here this week. But. Uh, I am. I'm only th four games behind Reed and Trace. That's it. It's easy. I can get that. Hmm. I, I mean, listen. There's been times at this company where I've been proud. I thought, man, I can't believe we've gotten this far. I can't believe we've done this. This has been a. This is. This has been wild. What a wild ride we've been on. Look at how many. Look at how many things that we've done. Look at the. Look at. Look at this. Look at that. Today, some are saying it's the lowest, the lowest, the lowest point in Chatterbox Sports history. Oh, grow up. Some are saying grow this up. is the worst segment that has ever entered the internet. 
Draft or dies in the abysmal segment. That's all. And I segment. and I and I and I look at the chat for half a second. And Blackmore says, "Trace, have you seen the weather report just one time?" Elliot, would you like to respond to that? I'll t- yeah, I'll I'll tell I'll tell you what happens right now. You guys keep making fun of me, and I'll never come back. How about that? How about that? I'll leave, and you guys can find a replacement. You can have somebody else sit in this chair, and we'll see how well you guys do. That's what I'll say. So if anybody wants to come at old Elliot here for making fun segments, I'll, I'll just get up and go. And I'll, and, and I'll walk around the streets in Hamilton with a lawnmower, and that's what I'll do for my job. I will take this slander. I am a good person, and I put funny bits into this show. Nothing funnier than that high school bit. There's nothing funnier ten weeks into the year. Boy, do we have some drama on our hands today. Um, all right, we have 20 pro- minutes before the show's over. Yeah, we just got a way, $20 way. super chat from Drew Garrison. I'm on protest the rest of the show, just so everybody's clear. I'm on protest. So now so now I'm on protest. No no words from Elliot the rest of the show. So I hope I hope everybody knows well, you what keep they, talking. I, I mean, hope I hope they know what they've still done. Talking. I you're still yeah, talking. Yeah, I'm keep not going. done yet. My, my protest keep doesn't going. start until my last word, and my last word is this. What's your last word? Goodbye. I'd be willing to bet right now that for the rest of this show, I'd be willing to bet that Elliot says something else. This is like that dumb little game that kids play in the back seat, you know, when you're driving. If you don't have kids, I understand why you wouldn't know this. But if you do have some kids, you realize at some point they're like, let's play the quiet game. And that lasts every bit of every 20 seconds every single time because somebody eventually starts giggling and laughing. And the next thing you know, there they go again. It's only a matter of time before Elliot uh, jumps to conclusions. And uh, he will be back speaking before we know it. But I do want to say uh, thank you very much to Drew. Drew, you are a, a very loyal supporter, and uh, you're the man here. And he says, uh, Trace, you have done a great job in Tom's absence. I don't know if I believe that, to be honest. But he says this $20 can go towards your Drake, your Jake Browning jersey. I'll tell you what, that's not a bad idea. The problem with that is I'd have to figure out what number Jake Browning is. Because if I could figure that out, then we'd be on. Uh, then we'd be on. We'd be on our way. What number is he? Six. Yes, I do believe so. Gotcha. So you got a number six, and you have a number nine quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe that's the problem. Oh, there goes Elliot. He's already back. Uh, he's already back. All right, we have, uh, like I said, we don't have a much longer on this show. Um, I'm sure that there are uh, there are some topics of conversation that many may want to talk about. If there's anything that we've missed on this show, please uh, please put it please put it in the chat if you want to talk about it. The, the, the thing is this: um, moving forward, to be clear, uh, Tom will be back, and there will be at least probably more than likely four heads on each of the chairs that are in here outside of this main desk. Moving forward, the truth is is that uh, in the short interim. Uh, we're going to probably try to find our footing as to what this show looks like and moving forward. Your feedback would be appreciated. We're going to try to do our best on this show. We don't want to have too many guests, obviously. We have too many guests. It takes away from kind of some of the personality inside the room. It certainly takes away from Casey's chair that is just squeaking all over the place. Um, And now Elliot's over there laughing again because he just can't be quiet. 
So what my main goal is here for the rest of the show is do two things. One, tell you that it's been fun. It's uh, It's been enjoyable to be up here from time to time, but I will tell you it's been exhausting. So at some point, I'm probably going to take a little bit of a hiatus. We have Chatterbox Reds. We have a lot of things that I want to do with Chatterbox Reds. Obviously, we had the news with uh, with Nick, hopefully uh, DSC and uh, and us. We can kind of finally finalize that up, and we'll, we'll share the news about Nick and what the, what the future plans are with, uh, with him. If you did not get a chance to see... Um, Deep South Commodities, who's been a great supporter of Chatterbox Reds, decided to step up. They wanted to make sure that we could bring on Nick full-time. Nick Kirby is who I'm talking about now. And uh, that's going to be in the works, so I need to work on that. Uh, I need to finalize some things that we plan to do with Chatterbox Reds moving into next season. We have the opportunity, of course, the season ticket group that we are going to do with the Chatterbox Reds as well. You add in the fact that you want to, we want to try to elevate this show and on top of all that, we need to go find some sponsors to make all this to make sense. And there's a lot of work that needs to get done. So how much I'm going to be on here every single day for the short interim, I don't know. But I'm going to try to be in here as much as possible. It just depends on the workload and when people are able to meet. If I have a big meeting that unfortunately lands between uh, 10 and 12, then unfortunately I probably won't be here. Um, now, we have, now we just have super chats that we're going to get to. that You guys do not need to do this. Jolly Jolly, thank you. He says, uh, I love the college football slash high school football talk. Huh? Wait, what What does he love? What uh, did he love? You were supposed to shut up for the rest of the show, but of, but as always, he's not a man of his word, is he? Ooh. He's never been a man of his word. He says he's going to do something, he doesn't do it. Did I'll he, read the rest of he that. He didn't do it again. Love the college football, high school football talk. LSU will beat Mizzou, which means the loss will not be as bad for Mizzou since LSU is still ranked. Hence, both teams don't lose in polls slash talking points. That is the SEC playbook in a nutshell. That's a good point. It's a fair point by Jolly Jolly. No, listen, I'm, I'm not going to defend the fact that LSU's ranked. It's a joke. That's a joke. The only thing I would mention about the SEC for the longest time is, is in order to get to the national championship and or college football playoff, usually you had to be either undefeated or have one loss. Now, that's not been the case as always. And in order to get through the SEC, usually you had to play a really, really good dominant team and call it that, 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 you could argue would make the college football playoff otherwise. And the depth of the SEC certainly uh, has been lacking in years past, but we're in a situation now where if you look at the other, the other leagues, the Big 12, certainly, the PAC, certainly, the ACC, certainly, and the Big 10's gotten better within the last few years, certainly, no doubt. Michigan being better and Penn State being better has helped the Big 10. It just has. Maybe Wisconsin can make a comeback. Um, you'd like to think that they can, but I'm not so certain of that. But I would love to see college football to go to some kind of relegation system. It would be incredible. It'd be so entertaining. It would be it would be enjoyable every single week to have top 25 matchups every single week. Hell, not even top 25, top 15 matchups every it's single coming. week. It's coming. I mean, it really is. I, I you seen think they're going to do relegation? I, no, I've seen some of them future schedules. Just what the – I mean – the Big Ten's got what USC, Washington, Oregon. They get they UCLA. They they pretty much gained all the best teams in the Pac-12. Wisconsin next year, I seen on their schedule. They play Alabama next year. They play Oregon. They play USC, and they play Michigan next year. That's that's big time matchups for Wisconsin. I think two of those games are at home. That place is going to be rocking. <clears throat> Ohio State in the few. They got a future year coming up where I know they got Alabama on the schedule and make 2026, 2027. 
They got Georgia coming up a little bit after that. They got they got a home and home with Texas as well. I feel like these teams are going to start to play each other because of this uh, with the playoff going to twelve teams. I think the schedule is about to get a lot funner in college football. Fair enough. Uh, Sir Boy Wonder says, Trace, can I put the Chatterbox logo on my next noggin, boss? Am I am I too old to know what that means? What's that mean? Is the, is that like a brand noggin, boss? Is that those big hats? Is that what they call that? Yes, I, I think, think that so. is. I think that is. Is that what that really is? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, we, that. we approve of that. that, that yeah, of course. And also Mark says, uh, extend Elliot. Thank you very much, Mark. That means a lot to me. Mark's, Mark's my guy. Casey, I sent you a DM. Yeah, I got and it. I, and again, this clip encapsulates what Chatterbox is all about. Because this is, this is us to a T. This was, uh, I believe, a 30-minute program they did based only on high school sports where they would only give out picks for high school games around the tri-state area. So I would just like to play this real quick. And Reed sings a little song in it, too. So if anybody wants to put on their earphones, that would be great. Watching high school football today takes everything you got. Where are you going to go to the place where the takes are really hot? This is electric. The only place with Spur and Reed. Yeah, it's free. And the dude who looks like a dweeb Come to the place where we cover every game And Trace's takes are very lame Welcome to the Inside the Box Podcast I'm your host, Reed Mouster, along with Trace Fowler and Sean Spurlock A.K.A. as you can see with these pick'em standings The losers We've done, we're keeping track I mean, to be fair, it's not even close I mean, Yeah, I mean, he, Trace he, He's 12 games out of second Yeah, I've, I've gotten 24 games wrong they were And Trace games. 18 back out of 118 games. So I'm going to click that thing the entire That's enough, time because it bothers uh, That was a 30-minute program like they did. Only, right look, I look at those records. They were picking 25, 50 games a week for high school football. So I don't want to hear boo about me picking new Miami, taking on God knows whoever. I, I, listen, I am, I'm the only true chatterbox guy in this room. I'm keeping the, I'm keeping the tradition alive. That was, Trace just said it. That was elite. I'm nobody more elite than I. Thoughts, boss? That was your show. 30 minutes. Boy, I tell you what, Drew even mentions in there. He says, uh, Trace looks so young and full of life. Boy, that was a long time ago. Been a lot of been a, been a lot of long, sleepless nights since then. <laughs> trying to figure out how you're gonna put food on the table for guys like Elliot Rearing. <laughs> I don't know where we go from here, but it sure as hell is up. That's the that's the good news. If we've done anything for Tom Brenneman, it's the fact that we've made the bar so low that when he comes in here on Monday, it's going to feel like a much better show. Would I have liked to come in here and have a much better show on my final day? Maybe. This Start, is a great show. Stop it, bashing our show. It started with push-ups. It's going to end with Elliot talking more or less than anybody on the program right after he just said that he wasn't going to talk again for the rest of the program. Do you want me to protest? Imagine I that. I, listen, I, I revoked my protest two minutes in because I felt like you guys needed me, and I'm a team guy. I'm not going to sit over here in silence while, while my team struggles to find the words to fill the last nine minutes here. So <laughs> don't mind me as I do everyone's job for them. So listen, oh, I, the, Tom is going to come back. This is the last. This is the this is the last off the bench silly outrageous show. We're still going to be silly. We're still going to be funny. 
but it's going to be honed in by the big boss. Tom's coming in. He's going to run this show back up to professional standards. So everybody enjoy the last eight minutes here. This is all we have. If Trace wants to make fun of me for picking, uh, uh, I don't know who's coming to Elder. I forgot their school name, but they're from Virginia. If they want, if he wants to make fun of me for that, that's fine. We can make fun of each other. But this is a family show. We've done a good job. We're silly. We're silly little boys. And I have a, uh, I don't have a mailbag actually, but I can, I can think of something on the spot from. I think it was. No, I don't have a mailbag. Mailbag didn't come. What do you mean? Freedom. They're, uh, they're, they're playing. I think they're playing uh, Freedom Life Center of West Liberty. <laughs> That's from who they're Virginia. playing. From Virginia. But this, yeah, this has been awesome. This has been this has been a good experiment. See what we can do. Uh, creative creative ideas here. It's going to be more fun. Some other things. I'm going to have some live weather reports now. I'm going to be out on the street. We're going to go out in the street. Uh, instead of me just doing in the in, in the green screen, I'll be doing the green screen thing too. But we'll be doing a lot more stuff. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Trace is downplaying the whole show that we just did. He thinks it's a bad show because I mentioned high school sports. I mean, I no, I, I, I certainly don't want to sit here and take this out of context. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that there are I'm certain games it. within the community that many of us could probably pick that would be fun and entertaining. But we are out here just picking teams that nobody's ever heard of, which is, I guess, the bit. That's the bit that Elliot's decided to go down, and that's fine. But sometimes it just. Uh, you just wonder what exactly we're doing in here when you're trying to pick between Rushville and Lordsville. I thought they were great games. You only have so many breaths in life, you know? That's the concern that I have. From time to time, I think about that. I'm like, wow, there's only so many breaths Could that I can Could you imagine the people of Rushville? They're thinking of you right now. And, uh, yeah, none of them are watching the show because I don't even know if it exists, to be quite honest. Yeah. Honest question real quick. You're, you're an elder guy. You of went course. to elder. Yeah. How are they playing that team? Like, how did, how's that team? Well, it's the same way. It's the schedule. same way Georgia schedules cupcakes throughout the entire season. It's the same method. You bring in these teams because you play in elite. You play in the GCL, which is objectively the best league in, in Ohio. So when you play in that league, you have to schedule these cupcakes to uh, at least give yourself a chance to make the high school football. They, they playoff. only play three league games. I yeah. Mean, yeah, but best, those three league games, league those three league games, those three league games, way heavy. You win those three league games, you're you're going to be in the high school football playoff champion of the world. So that's that's where I am. So I don't want to hear boo. Elder Elder's a great football program. Uh, they've done a great job. And if we're going to hire a team or if we're going to pay a team from Virginia to come on over and play in the pit, that's what we're going to do. And we'll win by 75. See you there tonight at the pit. Where, again, everyone in this room had picked Elder. So a lot of believers in the Purple They're Panthers. They're playing a team that has zero wins. And Yeah, but that's Virginia. Everybody knows Virginia has good high school football. Everybody knows no that. Doubt. All right, we have the division series starting tomorrow. Uh, for those that care about baseball, you have the Rangers taking on the Orioles tomorrow at 103. Not to be confused with 105 or 110 or 1 o'clock, but they are going to play at 103. And uh, the Twins are going to take on the Astros tomorrow at 445. The Phillies will take on the Braves at 607. And at 920, the nightcap will be the Diamondbacks v. Dodgers. And uh, that's some, those are some good games. It's some interesting games at that. And if you aren't interested in baseball, that's fine. You have plenty of college football to figure out tomorrow. Get, get your Diamondbacks bets in. World Series champs. Diamondbacks in. Uh, plus 1,400. Or actually plus 1,200, I believe. I'll bet Fred Sportsbook. You know what's wild is that you just said that and it made me think to myself, plus 1,200. And last night you could have bet on the fact that Justin Fields was going to throw a touchdown to DJ Moore for plus 950. And now that you have, <laughs> it almost feels like much more likely that DJ Moore 
And I say much more likely, not like the 300. Well, that's after, that's after you watched last night's game. I mean. Well, that is true, but it's just like the Diamondbacks that have to win the World Series versus one guy just catches a touchdown pass. I mean, I don't know. I get it. All right. I mean, Diamondbacks, uh, I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from them, but they'd have to go through a gauntlet to win the World Series. They're going to have to beat the Dodgers, and they're probably going to have to turn around and beat the Braves, and they're going to have to turn around and beat somebody in the World Series to win it all. That seems like a tall task, if you want my opinion, but that's why they're plus 1,200 and not favorites. Um, I guess it's the part of the show where, where we end it, and Did I will say— we thank you for his, his last Super Chat? Um, I will. Let me get to all the Super Chats. Let me get to all the Super Chats. Uh, Mark Fetters, he did say extend Elliott. He did. So congratulations to you, Elliott. Somebody still likes you. Uh, Drew Garrison for five bucks says this five dollars is for Elliott only. Enjoy a gallon and a half of gas on me. <laughs> now that that's Reed's guy. That's Reed's guy. Joe. Nah, we won't do it. Don't want anybody sending in the uh, the old nasty grams on the old. Uh, emails about how uh, keep politics out of the show. It's a joke. Okay, we're all having fun here. We, I don't even really think, to be honest with you, that there's really anybody inside the Chatterbox organization that is uh, that is heavily uh, involved with the politics game. It's just more or less fun. Now that might change on Monday. That might change on Monday. And I'm sure that who knows where we go with that. But you know what? Tom's back. We're gonna enjoy it. I'll just say once again, I'm not dead. I'm not going anywhere. Will the show be a little bit different? Probably. Probably for the better, if we're being honest. I'm going to do my best over there to uh, to help Casey out and see if we can't do some more fun stuff on the show. If you ever have any ideas, feel free to let us know. We'll see what we can do. But we can confirm right now that the high school picks will stay because this is the foundation. <laughs> <laughs> He, he finally got me. It took it took a long it took a it took a long time for me for him to get me to laugh His about this whole bit. His twentieth foundation got me. It's, I mean, this bit has been tired, as Tom would say. This bit is it is ran. oh, it's tired, but it's tired. But that's again, that's part of the job. So we gotta we gotta do our job. Um, but you can confirm it. It is staying. I'd like you to just confirm it. We'll see. We'll leave it up to the big boss. It's Tom's show. Tom says what stays and what I goes. I bet Tom lets it stay, man. I think. Oh, real quick. I, I mean, I, tr Casey, Casey, can we do a quick wheel of lunch? We haven't done it in a while. This is, again, we're going we're gonna to have box lunches starting next week. I assume we're going to go uh, every day. If not, it's going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm pretty sure it's going to be every day. At least me, Reed, and Casey will be in here every day. Uh, because the, the big boss obviously has work to do. He has, he has to keep me alive. So I, 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 he has to sell the company. He's got to do whatever he's got to do. But at least for I, I think for Reed, Casey, and I, we'll be here every day for all for all the members. Um, and this will be an avid segment of Box Lunch. We're bringing it right back today. We're going to do it because this is the last time we can be silly on this show. Really silly, like outrageous silly, like we're so silly you have to turn off the program. Uh, but here we go. Everybody gives two picks. This is how this works. It's Casey, my picks are Sonic. And specific, I want the gold star specifically that looks like a shack. The one that I think the dine-in's closed. We would go there. And we would eat on the curb. <laughs> I got Burger King. <laughs> Burger King's so bad. <laughs> oh, 
how Casey Reed took and me a Burger Long King. John Silver. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll sit on the curb and eat. <laughs> Man, they really, they really do need to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- I hope it, I hope it lands in that gold star. Man, I'm gonna take so many pictures of it. I'll tell you what we'll do today. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, this is our word. Uh, wherever this wheel winds up landing, we will actually let we'll actually eat our lunch on the curb wow. of said sub of said establishment. Oh, I don't want to actually sit on the curb. Well, that's that's well, what you said we're gonna do. That's what that's we're gonna do. That's only for Gold Star because they they close their di- I don't want to sit on the curb. You can't go. You can't go in and eat. So you have to sit on. They don't have picnic tables either. So. <laughs> signage they got rid of it all if you look at that gold storage i mean it literally looks like somebody just built it up out of wood they just picked it up and they just dumped a blob of cement they're like here mold it mold it into an establishment and they gave it to probably the lawnmower guy that roams the streets here and he did his best oh it's so ugly it's so ugly it's the worst it's the worst looking restaurant i've ever seen it's the worst-looking restaurant I've ever seen in my entire life. I hope it lands there. Trace, pick your two. Sean, pick your two so the show can end. I'll go Billy Yanks. <laughs> and... Uh, somebody say Canes yet? I'll throw Canes on there. I'm going to go uh, Fiji House. Fiji House and Chili's. Am I allowed to pick two of the same? Yeah, no. sure. I'll, I'll do Fiji twice then. Oh, I'm going to take my chances on that. All right, then I went that terrible gold star twice. <laughs> I, I cannot wait for that to win, man. Oh, I can't wait for it. This is, this is, this is the electric content that you come here for. <laughs> this is the last day of the sillies. Everybody get out your laughs. Here we go. First one eliminated. Oh, it's gone. Oh, never mind. It stayed on. PG House is gone. One of Fuji's is gone. I never heard of the Fuji House. I think it's the Fuji House. Fuji? <laughs> I don't think I mean, it's he said Fuji. Fuji. He did say Fuji. Whatever. Next up. Next eliminated. Oh, no trace. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Two closer to Gold Star. Here we go. Spinning, spinning, spinning. Oh. This is not good. This is. We're eating on the curb. This is going to be electric. I mean, this is going to be absolutely electric. Oh, man. Let's go. Let's go. 50% chance we're eating on the curb, boys. <laughs> oh, oh, that kills it there. It's down to 33. Yep. What a horrible set of choices. All right, so we have one actually good option, and then we have the shack on the side of the road. If it lands on the shack, you go to it. That's how this goes. Yeah. You're coming with me. I'm not going by myself. Everybody in the room's going. If you think we're getting out, we'll start keeping the cameras live until we all go. For the oh, win. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 not on the curve. All right. 
There was the there was a, a, a enough silliness there at the end of this show that lasts hopefully for the rest of the year. Hopefully on Monday we can do a better job of running a sports talk show. But for today we just decided that we were going to run rampant here on this Friday evening. We hope and wish that all of you have a great weekend. Enjoy sports. Enjoy the weather if you can. As Elliot said, there's a cold front coming in in Southwest Ohio. So if you if you if you can remember. Tomorrow when you wake up, perhaps grab you a hoodie or a jacket, whatever it may be, to make sure you don't get stranded out in the cold. Uh, I'm not dead and I'm not really going anywhere, so there's no really reason to sit here and sign off. But I will say there's many of you that have stuck around here when Tom decided he needed it to, uh, to obviously get surgery. We had no idea what the show was going to look like. We, we, we clearly needed to find a way to save the program, as they say. We didn't want it to be off air for two months. That seemed like a bad idea. Uh, and you know what? Elliot said, you're just going to have to get up here and, and do the show. That's the only option that there is. So I obliged. I decided, you know what? I'll do my best. Still don't think I gave it my best effort. Largely I think because you gave it your best effort. Good. Trace did a very good job hosting this show. Still don't think that I gave it my, my best effort because there's a lot of things that are going on. I know that sounds like an excuse, and it is. So we'll call it just what it is. It's an excuse. But I do really appreciate many of you sticking around watching this uh, this show. And there was times where we had serious discussions. There's times with serious, we were being anything but serious. Um, but the one thing I've noticed and realized is that a lot of you are uh, you're genuinely, you're genuinely just supportive people, man. And uh, that is very, very. That's what it takes for us as a small business to continue to grow is to have a foundation of people. He jokes all the time, and I say he is an Elliot jokes all the time that that uh, high school sports the foundation of Chatterbox Sports, and, it's and, not a joke. And, and, and and you know what? It it was that. It was that. But now I know it sounds wild to say, but the foundation honestly is many of you in the chat. That's the foundation of this company. It allows us to continue to do these shows and make it look as if it's relatively worthwhile because I got to be honest, if there was five people watching this show every day and we turned the show off and there was only 50 views, it would make it really difficult to justify the amount of time, effort, and energy we put into all of this. So as a final reminder, before you head off into your weekend and you come back Monday, I just want to say thank you. And we'll be back Monday. Why? Well, you know why. I shifted this around a little bit. I don't know how Tom's going to do the monologue when he comes back, but I decided, you know what? I'm not going to tell you when we do the show every single day at the top. I'll just do it at the very end. We'll shift it around. So for one last time, probably not going to be the last time. Staring at the blank page before. We will come your way every single day. Window. Let the Monday sun through the words that you cannot find reaching for something in the distance so close you can almost taste it release your inhibitions feel the rain on your skin no one else can feel it for you only you can let it in no one else no one else can't speak the words on your lips that's all i got monday uh what's the time uh, here's it is. This is it. We're getting out of here because we have to go uh, get lunch because that's what we do around here, I guess. That's what they say. But I'll tell you one last time if you don't know. We will be back your way on Monday. Why? Because we do this show every single day, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 <sighs> Thank you.
p.m. It's the last which time means, I can, which the, means, the last time which I means, which means, why you would come back, I have no idea. But we hope you do, of course. Have an enjoyable, lovely weekend. And do whatever the hell you'd like to do as long as it's legal. Take care, everybody. We'll see you Monday.